Welcome to Cutting Through the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And this is an emergency broadcast. We've changed the bulb to red. Because <laughs> um, we've got some aliens incoming. Incoming. And before we get into the meat of it, I will apologise in advance because I didn't put my phone on a flight mode. So you could publicly spank me. <laughs> <laughs> And Mike is also frantically putting his on <laughs> which means that I'm the only professional one, which says everything in all fairness. It does, um, but I need, I'll turn it down, but I need Wi-Fi on to read you some uh, some articles about yeah. said um, so aliens. What, what, do we, do what, we have any... What are we calling this episode? The um, Pentagon UFO leaks and um, what's the name of that? Slash Omamua. Omamua, that, that thing that flew past us anyway. Omamua. Um, that rock that could be or could not be an alien. Hawkins was quite excited about it, wasn't he? He the, was. The first. He wanted to get to detect the radio signals, didn't he? That's right. The first object from another solar system to enter our own, is it not? The reason we've called this emergency broadcast is that I think, you know, I don't want to put words in my co host's mouth, but I personally. I don't want you to put anything in my mouth. <laughs> personally, I called everyone on my Facebook friends list the other night cunts. Because, I saw that, um, it was good. <laughs> and I thought, I'm, wow, cheers, man. I'm utterly, utterly <laughs> fucking mind-boggled by the fact that no one seems to give a shit about these uh, the slew of alien stories, uh, UFO, alien-related stories that have come out in mainstream media from yeah. reliable sources. New York Times? The fucking New York... I mean, really, I mean, you don't really get much more sort of reputable than the New York no, Times. The I mean, Independent was reported stuff. And well, the New York Times still beats the drum for war and things like that. Well, it does. It's, it's an establishment paper. It's better than the fucking sun over here. Well, yeah. It's better than the Daily Mail, which is supposed to be reputable yeah. over here. I mean, I'm, I'm going to read an article from the Sun later. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> because half the time, they're the only ones who pick this up. Well, yeah, it's very true. But um, We don't have reputable, reputable papers in the UK. We just have rags and dishcloths. Yeah, and so people are still, <laughs> are still seemingly, on Facebook at least, um, more concerned with Christmas television, football... Um, Can I just point out the Christmas TV's been shit? I, ha- I haven't been exposed to too much of it. Everything we've watched has been on uh, demand. But has there been no good movies on? No. <laughs> I watched Dumbo Christmas Day. Hey! Uh, Shrek 3 was on earlier. But which one's that? Uh, I don't know. They've all blurred into one for me now. Yeah. Um, the League of Gentlemen returned. That was good. Yes. I haven't seen that yet. Me neither. What was I doing? I, was, I, I was just said yes, because yeah. <laughs> I like that programme. Yeah, was it any good? Funny. Was it good? It was quite funny, yeah. <laughs> all right. We, we just... didn't cut their faces off. <laughs> all right. <laughs> on the line. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, sorry, guys. We, we, we got distracted um, there with your yeah. rant. Sorry, I, mate. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was just a little bit... We've called this emergency broadcast, because, yes, we should 
I think it's newsworthy. I think it's worthy of discussion. I think it's the biggest news story we've had. Ever? Possibly? Well, we, one of them. Have we got some weird news before? Um, yeah, I've got some weird news for you if you want to bring it up on the thing. the, the I have one. It's it's something else that's flown past or due to fly past us in, in uh, I think it's next year maybe? Mm. Yeah, it's actually coming past us at Halloween, which is, is even cooler because it's an asteroid that looks like a skull. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, thought, I saw that and I thought, yeah, go for that. An asteroid that looks like a skull. Mm. Does it have a warning carved into it, like death to the stranger? I don't think so, no. Um, I'd be worried if it did. But it's due to fly past us on um, Halloween. Oh, oh, does it? A bit, a bit of you going on with it, I was going to say, yeah. It doesn't look like a really skull, but there's a skullish face I going on. I think the main picture that we're seeing is a artist rendition. Well, that artist is shit, then. <laughs> because I think I've seen the original, it's, it, it's blurry to fuck. Yeah. But you can see a bit of the eyes. Yeah, well, either way, it's coming past us at Halloween, it's shit like a skull. What else do you want? Um, that's pre- I'm sure that'll please a lot of goths, a lot of skull enthusiasts. I like skulls. And, and asteroid enthusiasts. I've got a skull as a, as a candle holder on my computer desk. No, one. sadly not. But it has got weird um, sort of uh, Ouija board uh, lettering sort of inscribed okay. on it. It's, it's, mm. it's very occult. Yes, uh, we like the occult. Holds um, a candle. Hey, can't hold a candle. And sat on a pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want? <laughs> um, so, it's coming by... Oh, uh, fuck, hang on. on. This, is an old, uh, this is an old article. I have to edit this below. Incredibly. No, this is this is a new article, December the twenty second. Oh yeah, sorry, I was reading ahead. Twenty seventeen, um, but it has been in our solar system once before, twenty fifteen. Is it the skull of an ancient, long dead space deity? Oh, you mean like that thing from Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. You know, but not quite as big, or maybe it is as big. How big is an asteroid? Not as big as a planet. No. no, no, if it's 700 metres wide... If it's as big as a planet, it would be a planet. <laughs> Not as big as a planet, sorry. So says the science officer. <laughs> okay, You've science been told. It's what colour t-shirts the science officers wear on Star Trek? Is it blue? Might be blue. You've got to get your blue t-shirt. <laughs> and one of those visors like Geordie LaForge. He was engineering, he was yellow. Oh. As long as I'm not an ensign. You can be red, you can have a red shirt. Because they die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the away team. No, you're a science officer. So, it's probably not the skull of a long dead space deity. Probably not. Um, It'd be cool if it was. It fucking would, It'd wouldn't it? It'd be fucking cool if could, it was. We could, <laughs> don't they in Guardians of the Galaxy, they're harvesting it for like biological materials? Yeah, like spinal fluid and stuff. It's, yeah. worth, it's worth loads of money on the black market and in, in that. Well, we should What's be this? trying to catch this fucker. It's the, it basically it's this um, sort of hideout for no good nicks as such in Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, yeah. it's the skull of an ancient space deity, mm. and it's they, they harvest the brain matter and the spinal fluids and process it, and it can be sold on the black market. And this is wow. something that takes hundreds of years because it is literally so huge. Like they've built mining communities inside its floating Fuck. head. Yeah. So this could be something akin to that. Could be what that thing that I don't know how to say, but you do, where we see naturally we see faces and everything, which is Paradolia. that you said earlier, yeah. Because that is such a real thing. You, clouds, patterns. I see it on like I'm lying in the bath and I'm looking at the tiles. Yeah, I get that. And yeah. I'll yeah. see like cats' faces and weird things, and I'm like, it's not there. It's a, I can yeah. see demon faces in my tiles. <laughs> well, um, yeah. yes. I think there's a lot for my state of mind. I, I was going to say I'm no Sigmund Freud, but. Well, well, we've all got issues. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, 
An asteroid shaped like anything we could recognise would be newsworthy, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, a penis shaped one would be. Well, this that um that uh, the one the name I can't say that Mike's going to say the Hawaiian name. Anamua. Anamua. This or kind of penis shaped. Or by its proper name, one I slash. Two zero one seven U one. So what you were going to say? One eye trousers. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually dubbed. It's actually nicknamed One Eye. Oh, so there you go. It's a penis. Yeah. Uh, well, it could be. Or the Illuminati. Well, this could be the head of the space deity. That yeah. could be the cock of the space deity, just yeah. floating around like Mike's interdimensional penis. <laughs> it's on an adventure somewhere. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> awesome. Uh, have you got a news one? That's that's my news of the week. It is a sc- look it up. It, it is a skull shaped asteroid. And for those any of you listeners who want to complain about the lack of news this week, it has only been three days since we last recorded, and we've all had Christmas since. So you yeah. know what? Like a lump it, lads. This is what yeah. you're getting. We've been on holiday. <laughs> yeah. I've got a few news. That's it. Oh, there you go. I'll let you go. I'll say mine. Mine's not really a news story. It's just a, a, a pop culture report. Ooh. So what's this then, Mike? It's from the PressandJournal.co.uk. Drones could be used for covert surveillance where it might save a life. Police in Scotland could use drones for covert surveillance in some circumstances, a top officer has said. Well, isn't that just a bit like the Patriot Act in America where it's, uh, you know, we're going to take away some freedoms to to protect your Mm -hmm. freedoms. So, you know, we're going to keep you safe by surveilling you. Um... But look, did that say Scotland? If it's over Glasgow, they're going to get shot or bottled out of the sky. (laughs) Bombarded by deep-fried Mars bars (laughs) in the sky. And these things might have some uh, some monetary value, so how long do you think they're going to last in, you know, because they're not going to be in in posh areas of town, are they? Plans are underway to trial two £50,000 unmanned aerial vehicles to assist in operations such as missing persons. Fucking missing persons, my ass. thing is, like, it's just my Well, that, well that's defeating the, the headline, because they've just said it's going to be losing missing persons cases, and everyone might, might save a life. Well, nine times out of ten, if a person's gone missing that long, they're usually dead. Yeah, uh, no, it's going to be used to, to chase criminals. But all, all, isn't all surveillance, you could argue that all surveillance is there to save a life. If I'm, if I'm, mm. doing, if I'm wiretapping a terror suspect, I'm doing it in the hope of saving a life, aren't I? But isn't CCTV just, isn't it most of it crime prevention? That's a deterrent advertising. It's meant to be a deterrent, isn't it, yeah. CCTV? And, but, and evidence, because it's mainly a deterrent. If you do this, you'll have got you on camera kind of thing. I'd find drones quite deterrent-y. I, find, I don't really like drones, to be honest. Not armed yeah. ones, especially. Yeah, no, I just, I, yeah, I've seen videos online of them with handguns attached, and I can't get that in my mind. Ever since the time Mike was drum striked at a Pakistani wedding, he's never the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's never looked the same. There's <laughs> bits missing. <laughs> Bastards. Oh, it's funny because it's true, they have blown up a lot of Pakistani when, weddings, yeah, haven't yeah, they? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. in other countries. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's trouble with this encroaching surveillance. It's, mm. Where does it stop? Well, we're already the most CCTV nation in the modern world, in the yeah. whole world. Um, Makes you proud, really. We're only a small country. Yeah, it's, it's something to be proud and of. The US and UK governments are collecting metadata on everything that yeah. we do. And now yeah. Alexa from Amazon is helping them. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not up for, uh, for drones. Um, finding a missing person with a drone? Okay, but then... Well, that, that wouldn't even work, because... You know, if, mm. Let's say you're looking for a body. Mm. What's the best way to find something in the woods? It'd be thermal scan, yeah. wouldn't it? Well, well maybe it does have... body ain't giving that much... Maybe it does have thermal. 
Yeah, but a dead body's not giving that much heat off if it's been there a few oh, days. Yeah. So there's not going to be any heat off if it's been there a few days. So yeah, good point. So it's pointless in that scenario, isn't it? This is the first. Whoever, step. whoever you are, Deputy Chief Constable Johnny Gwynn, if that is your real name, <laughs> it's. I'm not. I'm not down with you with the, with the plan. It's a first step on the slippery slope to like young people. A young scally leaves his house to buy a ten bag and will be fucking insta-killed with a headshot yeah. from a fucking drone eventually. <laughs> um, for swearing. If you say certain certain words that are getting banned, that are, you know, uh, you, you, drones, drones are going to monitor your language eventually. It's going to be like in, uh, demolition battery. Yeah. I still don't know how the three seashells were. Like 1984. Oh. I looked at this the other day. Okay. I, I did a, I, we may have discussed this before, but film me in. I've forgotten. Um, it's kind of a, a scoop and scoop and scrape <laughs> technique going on, <laughs> basically. Uh, I don't want to think about Sylvester Stallone doing that. Well, that's why he didn't, mate. He, he got the older. He swore a lot and got the tickets, which is all I do. Like, Fuck shit, wank, bollocks, cunt. Thank you very much. It's cost well, me a very five, true. It's cost me a fiver, but fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's six quid. Sorry. Yeah. Well, how are they going to find him? He's not a citizen of that place, is he? Well, I presume they've employed the him back in the police force. Oh, so he's got a new. So, so he, yeah, they'd have to pay him, wouldn't they? Yeah. Point. He's got a bank account, they have to pay him. Well, they're paying him somehow. Mm. Steroids, maybe, still over <laughs> time. Yeah, and they, we don't even have to say allegedly he's no. caught with him in airports and stuff like that. Well, a lot of them are legal, legal steroids. True. So, yeah. Um, so, who gets a say? Do we get a say in whether or not drones are deployed, Mike? Does it say? Well, Deputy it? Chief Constable John Gwynn said it would be, quote, ridiculous if they were not used. When secret surveillance could save a life. Secret. I wonder if he's got money in a drone company. Mm. <laughs> Quite possibly. Uh, if you're going to use it for anti terror but that's how they get me to agree with everything. Oh, we're keeping you safe. We catch these terror cells before they get to to unleash their mayhem, and then I'll end up supporting this drone operation. It's bollocks, isn't it? That's how they get you, man. That's how they do it. That's how terrorism works, isn't it? Yeah. Terrifies you. <laughs> That's it. in the name, isn't it? I don't, I don't like the drone thing. I'm not a fan. No. Okay, we'll go to the next one then. Government yeah. admits losing thousands of papers from National Archives. Alright. Oh, this okay. is the UK government. Thousands of government papers detailing some of the most controversial episodes in 20th century British history have vanished after civil servants removed them from the county's National Archives and then reported them as lost. Man, that's a bummer. Let me guess, I bet it's all the stuff we don't want people to know. Documents concerning the Falklands War, Northern Ireland's Troubles and the infamous Zinoviev letter... Never in, heard about that. ...in which MI6 officers plotted to bring down the downfall of the first Labour government or are all said to have been misplaced. Well, what was the scandal about the Falklands? I mean, that was pretty cut and run, wasn't it? I mean... Who knows? Maggie was uh, clinging on to power, wasn't she? She was down in the polls. I did read one... The Falkland really, Island turned it around I for her. I did read really one, one really cool thing where we sent this MI6 officer to Argentina posing as an arms dealer saying, we can, I can get you as many Exocet missiles as you want. We didn't, Our ships didn't have a defence against Exocet. They were French missiles. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Argies went, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just give me, put the money in my account. Sort it out. I had about 26 million off them and fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> I quite well, like that. Wasn't it, didn't you hit on it then, Mike? Wasn't it a sort of, she didn't have to go to war, but she, you know, nothing, no, nothing it, improves your rating. I'm trying to like say, 
She was she was very pally with General Pinochet. Wasn't she was, she? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who had some various human rights abuses against him. Yeah. There's no, you know, there's no. I wouldn't put it past me if she organised it, so that you know, say, you're Argentina, come and fight this. Come and come and uh, you can come and have the Malvinas Islands or whatever it's called. They call it La Malvinas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then she attacked, and obviously knew she was going to win. Boosting the polls. Well, I don't know. You see, it wasn't it wasn't a clear cut that we were going to win. You see, I mean, it was you know they're talking we we're talking like fourteen thousand miles away at the end of a tenuous supply chain. It was a, it wasn't as cut and run as yeah, but they were sending out boys without any training, weren't they? Well, some of them. They said marines and stuff. They did they did proper fight sometimes. Yeah, but a lot of them were I heard were untrained and yeah. Well, that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get when you fuck with us or Maggie. Yeah, so, anyway, sorry, um, the MI6 thing, I mean, I'd imagine there was so much, I I know a little bit about what went on through reading various books about it, and I'd imagine from people who were there and stuff that they've hinted at that was going on, but I'd imagine it was a lot worse than even they knew. So, they removed them, the same people who reported them lost were the same people who removed them, and we know that as a fact. Well, that's what this article said, anyway. Well, that's dodgy as fuck, isn't it? Yeah, just a bit. Oh, oh, you've reported them last. Well, you're the last ones to see them. What happened? Remove them. I put them down on this page. I put them down on this table next to this open window, and Augusta Wind must oh. have had them. Just like that dodgy In- dossier that, that we're missing. We Leon, don't- Leon Britton was his name, or someone Britton. I don't know, but was that the paedophile scandal? Yeah. yeah, the one that got accidentally shredded while Theresa May was in was our Home Secretary. The, yeah. The, basically, all the stuff that was naming Heath and. Actually, you know what, weirdly, I can, can I give you a little side story on that? I saw an old mate of mine today, we, we all know, um, I won't say his name on air, um, but I'll give you a shout out, you know who you are. He was telling me he works with a bloke who was um, in the close protection thing, he was ex, ex allegedly ex-Special Forces, did close protection for Ted Heath. Mm-hmm. And apparently the poli- he, Ted Heath was um, procuring so many young boys, uh, the police basically said, we can't keep protecting you if you keep doing this there was no um no arrest the prime minister the the prime minister at the time yeah um and um they basically said if you don't stop doing this we will withdraw our protection but there was no mind of arrest just they would withdraw the protection thatcher knew about some of her mps yeah i'd imagine that they're all fucking still at it man they're all still at it they're all reptilian elites we know that we've gone into that (laughs) and it's also the documents that that have Gone missing, like you said. It's so they, you know, they report them. So yeah, I removed them, and now they're lost. Well, well which ones were they? Oh, you know, the really dodgy ones. <laughs> <laughs> the it's one. always the. It is. It's the, always the most important. Yeah, yeah, that one. It wasn't those boring ones where nothing happened. No, no, they're all, all still there, all archived safely. Yeah. I can go and get you them if you like. <laughs> but no, no. What's happened to the dodgy ones with all the evil shit in that are about to be declassified in X number of years? Lost. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. It's like that Don't one with Nick Pope is the only one that he found credible. It was burned to the furnace. Yeah, yeah. Will they stop letting the fucking cleaners loose <laughs> in the archives? Mm. Was it just some old biddy who was like, what's this shit? Falklands War? Bollocks, that was ages ago. And then threw it away, you know, stuck. They, or, con- they control the information we, we see. Yeah. The JFK leak. They're not going to leak. The no, most important files, are they? No. Just saying, be most responsible the Warren for your documents. Wasn't. Most of the Warren Commission wasn't released, was it? 
Oh, the Warren Commission was the official report. Yeah, but there was there was uh, secret files in there that weren't released in the dump still. I, I don't know, but I can tell you that it was called the um, the greatest hoax perpetrated on the American people. Mm. The Warren Commission. So if you're in America and you want to find Sorry out what's going landing. Shut up, Mike. Allegedly. <laughs> I won't have any talk of a moon conspiracy. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not getting to the moon. I'm not touching that. <laughs> We're about to do a few hours. Of, well, however long we go on aliens. Um, one more, yeah. if you want to go. Okay, yeah, yeah, one more, else. and I've got one then. Ford sync system tips police to hit and run driver. A woman motorist involved in a hit and run accident thought she got away with the crime until her own car called emergency services. That's good. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> Bernstein, 57, had driven off after crashing into the back of a Dodge caravan putting the female driver in hospital in the city of Port St. Lucie in St. Lucie County, Florida. But her car, a Ford Focus, had other ideas. St. Lucie County office, Sheriff's Office received an automated call from the vehicle's emergency system, Sync, stating the owner had been involved in a crash and to press zero to speak with the occupants of the vehicle. So, so you're on cars, dobbing <laughs> you in now. Yeah. Basically... Michael, I'm reporting you for this accident. Oh God, no, Kit. She looks a bit rough. <laughs> not, a, not a flattering photo. Most police mugshots aren't, though. <laughs> no, uh, nobody. Escobar, even... he had a smile on his face. <laughs> he looked quite dashing. <laughs> yeah, because he knew he was in bed with the CIA, so he couldn't be touched. <laughs> uh, he kicked him out of Parliament. What else do you want? I, I really do enjoy the show, Narcos, but I find it a struggle because I have to read a lot of it. <laughs> and that's readings not an issue for me. I just think, I just like you know, I like have my attention on two or three things at once rather than just yeah. reading what's going on the screen. Movies are a, are a visual medium. That that's uh, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I suppose uh, I could learn Spanish. I go to the movies to read. Yeah, Narcos is another. I know I should watch it, but so yeah, this is that's um, the the lesson to be to learn from this is all these fancy gadgets might sound great in your car. Until you commit a crime and it and it starts grassing you up. Yeah. Um, it's your fault for buying a flashy car and not disabling the sync system or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of your fault for crashing into the back of somebody and driving off, to be perfectly honest. Especially as the other person went to hospital. That's yeah. not very nice. That does suck. So I say good on the car. I hope it was an Autobot in disguise. He's just here on surveillance. She doesn't know. And, and he was doing his bit. I, I actually hope that she was an evangelical Christian who's just basically shat on Jesus' teachings by doing all of this. Because, you know, she's in Florida, she's white, she's got Bernstein. Most God-fearing Christians do shit all over Jesus' teachings. That's what I mean, it's just another, just another nail another nail in the irony of it all for me. Yeah, fuck that it. That makes sense. I'm mixing metaphors, it doesn't matter. Grassed up by your own technology. Yeah. Ah. Hoisted by your own petard. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Can I um, call it call a piss break? Yeah. That's the way news we go into the meat and bones of it. Meat. Meat and bones. Oh, I fucking eating his big meat. <laughs> fucking Christmas. Christmas. Brief. But it's more we're, of a... We're back. Well, we're back, yes, sorry. So, um, yeah, the news was um, missing documents, surveillance drones and... School-faced a- asteroids. Yeah, and AI cars um, grassing up their owners. Um, I have a little. I watched a movie on um, on Netflix. So the reason I want to talk about it is because I may have said a few times on the podcast that uh, I've never been into fantasy. Elves, orcs, never been my thing. Lord of the Rings, 
you know, I'm not going to say it's shit and it should be in my own reggae box, but I've just never, always been a sci-fi guy. Well, this movie Bright, starring on Netflix with Will Smith, takes that idea of all them sort of orc legends and elves, that, and they're always set in the fucking dark ages or something, aren't they? Like, yeah. Well, what if none of them, those races lived on and it was modern day? It's basically two cops in downtown LA, one's an orc, one's Will Smith. He's the first orc to become a policeman. Anyway. Are, are orcs like... Sort of, like, almost like black guys in this scenario. Kind of. Like they've yeah. got they've got ghettos and they're quite yeah. they're considered a bit. Uh, they're they're some, second class citizens. Yeah, yeah that's oh, what yeah. I'm trying to get at. Yeah. There's some racial elements definitely, and magic is a real thing in this universe in this in this movie, and um, there's sort of a, a magic FBI who come and deal with, and they're called brights people who can handle a magic wand because mm. a normal person can't. Anyway, it might sound a bit lame. But he's actually a really fucking violent buddy cup movie with racial elements and fucking loved it. So did my girlfriend. Went online and uh, and the reviews are ripping it a new arsehole. Critics reviews. And, uh, and I went on the IMDB and you can see the critics reviews, user reviews. And the two, this, the two scores are so disparaging. The user reviews, generally very positive. Even if people didn't really like it, they liked the concept of having elves and ogres in a downtown LA setting. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Um, Worth a watch. I would have been watching it myself, mm. but my internet's been down since Boxing Day. Ah, Thank you very much, Rupert Murdoch, you old leather-skinned, leathery lizard bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take my internet away. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> reptilian, leathery-skinned. Um, yeah, so, where I think the conspiracy is, though, is... Um, because this is a Netflix movie, and it's the first time they've put this amount of budget into a movie, 90 million. It's a lot for that, it's a it lot is. for Netflix. So they're encroaching on the Hollywood studios' fucking toes here. It's, this isn't a, a series, you know, a ten-part, you know, this is like, no, a movie, a blockbuster-style movie. And so I think, uh, and I think it's quite obvious, the user review's positive, critical review's incredibly negative. They're being bought off, paid off, they're in the pockets of the fucking Hollywood system. And it just makes you, what's the fucking point of criticism? What's the use of it, really, you know? I like sometimes to read a review that I agree with. I enjoy that. But then, when you love a movie and you read a critic ripping it to shreds, or an album, or anything like that, it just highlights to you, doesn't it? Yeah, but just think about how many classic films are cult films now, but were mm. slagged off at the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's the way it goes. I just thought it was interesting that the, 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 just how disparaging it was, the the difference between the user reviews of this film and the official critical reviews. And it's like, well, that's obviously something fucking... some fuckery afoot. But uh, anyway, I recommend... I, it's a good film. It's interesting you say the budget of it, because mm. 90 million is a sizable budget for a, for a film. Yeah. And I'd imagine a good sort of probably 30 million of that was paying Will Smith to appear in it, in all Quite fairness. possibly, yes. I mean, that's why he wasn't in Independence Day 2. They couldn't afford him. Ah. They needed special effects too. So. I mean, I think it was like $50 million per film he gets something right now. So maybe a little bit less for Netflix because yeah. he wants to do it. This is a bit of an experiment, yeah, yeah, I think maybe. But I'd still imagine he pocketed a good yeah. chunk of that. And then David Ayer was a director, David. Fury, yes. Suicide Squad, so he must have cost a fair bit as well. Yeah. But still, a lot of money to spend for Netflix. Yeah. But I, don't have a, I don't have an issue with Netflix, but like I say, the budget. Now, I've been watching Bojack Horseman and Archer. I love those, both of those. Yeah, they're, they're brilliant. two things I have watched yeah. most of. They are, they are very funny. Bojack, anim- But they've both got ratings of eight. Ah. And so it makes you wonder, like, hmm, animated shows, they're not a threat. Yeah. 
this $90 million movie starring, Will, Star, starring Will Smith. Smith. Will Smith is coming to Netflix. Yeah. Who uh, else is going to follow? Yeah, so they're probably out. It's in their interest to sort of maybe trash mm. this film critically. But then the same, there's a bit of a conspiracy surrounding the Star Wars reviews that um, butts. S, no, what's the opposite of SJW? Alt-right oh, right, people have released butts to slate the movie because they're angry about how many female characters mm. and racially diverse characters are in the film, which, by Christ, is the most smallest, stupidest thing I've It's the future! It's a fucking gut, like... And they've always been multiracial. Mm. Fucking... Orlando, was the, he was the only black guy in the universe, though. Well... Okay, <laughs> <but> <laughs> in the originals... <laughs> Well, yeah, Star Wars uh, Holocaust mm. wasn't a good film too. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one out. Oh, oh! <laughs> wow. <laughs> let's get on to aliens. Hey, let's let's Excuse talk, let's talk yes. about some aliens. Subject. Do you want to start with the the um the Star God's penis, Mike? The Amamua. That's him. Yeah, let's talk about this son of a bitch. Yeah, man. Okay, this is the first alien rock from another solar system. So, it's bit, so we don't know if it's a rock. We don't, we don't know. know if it's a rock. It could be a probe. That's one theory I've heard. It could be, but they, it, they do think it's uh, <coughs> metal rich, don't they? Mm. <coughs> well, Would don't. I was going to say this earlier. Sorry, when we were talking about the asteroid and harvesting, because there are people trying to work out. Because if we could harness asteroids, they're full of gold and precious. Oh God, yeah, they, yeah. Like, someone could make billions out of. Some sort of catchy net, <laughs> space of net thing. Let's but have a big net in space. I also heard on the podcast Radio Lab that every satellite that's launched is every single thing that's launched into space is a bit of a crapshoot because there's literally a, a cloud of shit. Yeah, there is floating in our. There is outside our planet, human shit. And See, even if a speck we, we of aren't, paint, we aren't um, just trashing the planet. You know what I mean? It's fucking atmosphere. And they're lit, so if a fleck of paint, apparently if a fleck of paint did I've heard this hit before, the window yeah. of one of the space stations and almost fucking break it open. So that's how treacherous it is up there. I don't know how I got into that. but we've, So yeah, the space net to catch asteroids, yeah. it wouldn't... F well, we'd have to find a fucking gap to fire it There through. is a company that has invested in space nets to capture the debris. Oh, now that could be beautiful. Someone's doing it. Is it Sweet, a Swedish company? Something like that. Uh, basically, they've been—I'm sure they've been given some kind of provisional contract to clear up space. Oh, that would be beautiful. It sucks that they have to do it. That we've created this problem, but Jesus, if we could actually fix, because we can't fix the. Well, I don't know if I believe in global warming or not. I don't know. Uh, don't By the time we get to Mars, there'll be old fridge freezers and mattresses dumped. <laughs> <laughs> You're in soaked mattresses on Mars. It's gonna look like any country lane in England. <laughs> Children's toys and a pishy mattress. <laughs> <laughs> why is there always children's toys? There's always some shitty old slide from the garden that yeah. nobody wants anymore. And why do I always, and why do I only find one shoe? He <laughs> <laughs> always freaks me out when I see when I'm out on the road. I see a random shoe at the side of the road. And I'm like, where's the other one? Yeah. How did it get there? <laughs> this is it. But right back to it on on a, I can't say it. On a mower. Yeah, on a mower. On, on a mower. On a mower. <laughs> okay, it means a messenger from afar in, um, I've forgotten what the language Hawaiian. is. Is it Hawaiian, is it, the language? I don't know what their native yeah. tongue is, but let's just refer to it as Hawaiian for now on, for the sake Who of Who chose the name, NASA or uh, 
the wasn't the radio telescope that found the telescope that found it in Hawaii? It was. Yeah, that's probably why they've. But do you, do you place any meaning to the choosing of the name, the Great Messenger? Uh, yeah, messenger from or messenger from afar. Messenger from. No, afar. I suppose it makes sense. I mean, messenger from afar. It's, it's out the solar system. That's it. What's the message? I mean, because let's say that we manage to somehow get it, it might have stuff on well, it that we've never seen. So the message a... is that it's nothing like we've ever seen, because it's at a ratio of one to ten. The message is: tune in, turn <laughs> on, and drop out, dudes, because they're here. That <laughs> <laughs> would explain my missing time period the other week. <laughs> That's alcohol, Ben. Aliens, oh, guys. <laughs> aliens. Well, excuse me when I take a sip of this tasty alien. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, the biggest ratio before was one to three. Ratio of what, sorry? The asteroid. Oh, so it's the biggest asteroid we've ever seen. Well, it's the, it's the biggest ratio because it's one to ten. Right. So it's but ten does... long to one... Oh, so it is right. literally, it's it's a long, it is, cause it's cigar shaped. Yeah, it's yeah. cigar shaped, yeah. I was going to say penis shaped. Or phallic well. shaped, yeah. Whichever you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> it's shaped like a massive space dong and it it's hurtling oh, through past her. I bet you there are fucking some 19-year-old rainbow-haired feminist who identifies as a unicorn is literally rampaging out there. They're like, why do even asteroids have to be phallic? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Where's the vagina-shaped asteroids? Yeah, the first visitor from another solaroid that's shaped like a dick. <laughs> no. Just come here to fuckers. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, ratio of 1 to 10, considering 1 to 3 is the biggest ever. Wow. So it's a very, I mean, is that, is that a natural formation? Is it, can it... I don't know, it's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, I don't know what goes on out there. <laughs> You're the science officer. Well, those things, can, when they collect, uh, coalesce, mm. the whole point of planets being spherical is because of the gravity, gravity. turns it that way. Mm. Now, uh, this is the biggest thing... No, sorry. This is the first thing they say to have come into our solar system. But it's the first thing we've noticed come into our solar yeah, system. Yeah, that's... that's well, that's what? the difference, yeah. The, so, they, they do think that there's... Um, it's possibly 700 trillion objects per cubic parsec in our solar neighbourhood of items like this. Parsec. Shit I don't know of. what a cubic parsec is. I know what I know that I can. Make, I know that you can do the Kessel run in, in nine <laughs> in twelve parsecs. <laughs> is it twelve? That's very true. <laughs> Fastest hump of junk in a galaxy. Yeah, I know you can do that, but other than that, yeah. I've no idea what a parsec is. It came from the direction of Vega Star and the constellation Lyra, and now it's heading towards the constellation Pegasus. Oh, oh. Its max speed was eighty-seven point seven kilometers per second. Oh man, how many is the miles an hour is that? Eight, how many miles per hour to a... God, science no idea. That. That's maths. No, I'm only yeah, we don't do maths. That's maths. Maths ain't the same thing as science, is it, Mike? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think that's, it's completely, maths isn't a science. No, it is a science. But <coughs> it's part of science that I despise. <laughs> Didn't we reach a really... like? Um, oh, we said that maths was... The, you can't fuck a maths on the, on the Christmas mm. one. It was yeah, the we, la lingua pura. It was the purest thing in the world, we, yeah. we realised. Yeah, but it's boring, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> you're right, you're back on there. <laughs> it's fucking boring, you're right there. <laughs> okay, it was this, okay this, this thing was discovered by Robert Werrick at Pan Stars Telescope in Hawaii. It's dark red in colour, which is similar to those in our solar system. 
There's no signs of a comet tail though. As it approaches the sun, the sun, the sun's heat should burn off some of the ice, melt some of the ice off, and it should. Ah, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Makes, makes sense. Uh, this is because it's covered in a layer of organic insulation. This is like it's got like a protective heat shield on it, but no one knows what it is. Wow. So is there every chance that this weird, thing no. is either a? So all right. So if you think about that, let's put a pin in that. It's either a, a potentially a living organism in itself. Mm-hmm. It could be an alien itself, yeah. yeah. Or B, it's been given that because to protect it from whatever could hit it. A so massive it could be a shaped pro- alien. A massive <laughs> dick-shaped alien. It's looking for a pussy-shaped alien. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, but you could also have a spaceship where it's like raise shields and you press a button and it releases an organic element. You know, not necessarily a like a force field, but like a, a, a bacteria that spreads over the ship. An idea from that I read in sci-fi, and I'm not sure if it's got grounds in science, it might have, um, is that they, people have been developed, or in the books they've developed an organic material that basically uh, repairs itself. So if, if there was a hull fracture, mm-hmm. the skin of the ship is organic and basically would form a scab over it. And then slowly repair itself. Well, this would be one big scab. What's this dick been doing? <laughs> Maybe it did find a space. It's got space syphilis. <laughs> space AIDS. <laughs> this is where it's originated from. Yeah. Um, or it could be just full of spores that are going to be thrown down to Earth, and within a few years we're going to find fucking some kind of alien attacking us. Yeah, well, we're firing lasers at it, aren't we, to... Um, I don't know of the science behind this. Uh, remember, you are the fact checker. Could something not travel back down the laser beam that we are projecting? Do you know what I mean? We're throwing a laser at this object. What if something could travel back down the laser microscopically? I don't know if that makes any fucking sense. No, but, I don't know. Well, uh, it's, according to, well, we haven't got the technology to do something like that because we're just firing light at it. I presume that's a measured distance, course, speed, things like that. That's how we're telling what colour it is and stuff. Yeah. It's a dark red object with an organic fucking coat. An organic yeah. condom. It's wearing yeah. a fucking space, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To, to protect it from heat. Yeah. And it's stuff. not the only odd thing either. Because it follows an unbound hyperbolic path. Goes where it wants. Basically. Hyperbolic, so it's just like, this path is absolutely <laughs> fucking ridiculous. It's the <laughs> fucking path I've ever been on. <laughs> I'm fucking going over there, mate. I'm going over here. (laughs) Sorry. Well, everything else we know of follows... uh, It travels uh, elliptically. Right. Makes Mm. sense, yeah. Okay, around the sun, known as Kepler's law. But this isn't. It's not orbiting the sun, but it's deflected instead by its gravitational pull. So it's... So it's slingshot out of our... It's slinging... It's moving away from the sun when it shouldn't be. It's moving out of our universe now. It's... Yeah. Slingshotting, like they did in one of those Star Trek movies. They didn't. They go around the. They went. As Armageddon. No, it's. They in slingshotted Star- around the moon. No, it's how they travel back in time in Star Trek Four, I think. Oh man, that, yeah, that, that, I'd given up with on that. Well, point. With the whales, they, yeah, they use. Yeah. They fly into it, the orbit on one side, get flung around out on the other side to give them enough trajectory. Speed. Science word. Um, yeah, to do a thing. So it could have gone around something, and but I, I read it was interesting. Shitloads of stuff is flying out of our system, solar system all the time. Rocks and things from the Big Bang, from 
whatever. So it's fairly logical that there'll be other things coming in from others the same way, just rocks, debris, stuff, but maybe it's just made out of different shit. Excuse me, shit we've never seen before. Or is this weird trajectory because it's under its own thrust? Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, they did some computer simulations on it to, to find out where it came from. Mm-hmm. Okay, they found out it was exceptionally unlikely to be part of our, our solar system. Fair enough. It's quite uh, definite, isn't it? Yeah. Exceptionally unlikely. Yeah, they said it's uh, it's likely to be ejected by another solar system. And they tracked it back and it actually passed through an Oort cloud of star system TYC 4742-1027-1. I know it well. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Can they name stuff better? <laughs> you know, just name after your fucking self or something, you know. Galaxy Steve. Yeah, why not? <laughs> As you, you know Fight Club? Yeah. There's one phrase that's always stuck in my head from Fight Club. And it's, mm-hmm. When... Um, when space exploration really kicks off, it'll be the corporations that name everything: the Starbucks Galaxy, uh, the Microsoft Universe, and it's like it's fucking true. That will happen. That idea is in the first Red Dwarf novel as well. Of um, they're literally exploding asteroids and planets to create. That's it. Yeah, the drink space. Pepsi. Yeah, it's in. Um, yeah, the that's what, what, what Crichton's shit was up to. That's the, right. The, the Nova, Nova Five. Yeah. Crashed, yeah, it was literally going to blow up. 50 suns to create the words drink Pepsi in the night sky of Earth. Cola Wars will be over forever. Yeah. Cola Wars. <laughs> so, yeah, it's an idea. Yeah. Scarily, the fact that more than one sort of comedian has had that idea probably said it's going to be a reality at, at yeah. some point. <laughs> They'll fill the ozone layer with a fucking sheet that's like the Coca Cola. Oh, man. It's like a circle yeah. that we can all see. A fi- I'll put a filter on the sun so when it rises <laughs> at a certain time the sun will go behind the Coca-Cola logo yeah. and it'll illuminate us all everything will be fucking red and white <laughs> <laughs> it's coke time <laughs> oh no so, there's, so that, that, there's one more theory which mm. is the most likely theory is it's to be a solar lapis which means lonely rock i.e. No. it's been ejected from a solar system where planets are forming and it, a long time ago, and it's travelled through space. Millennia. And so yeah. maybe this, this organic coat is sort of space barnacles. Maybe. It's travelled that far, do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. built up a... You know, it's travelled through entire solar systems, like, covered in shit. But this is cutting through the bull in the post-apocalypse, and we don't deal in what's the most likely. Oh, no. We deal in what is... The fantastical. The fantastical, and so mm-hmm. aliens... There yeah, you go. well, here you go. Would you like to know... This is from the sun. Okay. So if you're from uh, outside the UK, the sun is a fucking rag. But Owned by the same guy that controls my fucking internet. Yeah, uh, so fuck you, allegedly. Not you, listener. Um, anyway, this is from the sun. And it says, Why Stephen Hawking and the world's top scientists say this massive object hurtling through space could be an alien spaceship? The British genius is leading a team of scientists who are scanning the baffling space rock for any signs of extraterrestrial life. Brit scientist Stephen Hawking is among the leading space experts today, using top-of-the-range technology to scan a vast cigar-shaped object for signs of alien life. Okay, where's the, what's Stephen saying? You know, they mentioned the fact he was British like three times in that opening paragraph. Yeah, uh, What the fuck's that got to do with anything? It's one of ours, Ben. You can tell this is the sun. 
Yeah, but in their listen. twisted world, he'd be, he'd be shot. Well, well, listen, well, he would, yeah. The buffins are listening. Sterilised at least. The buffins. Buffins, yeah. Are listening for electromagnetic signals which cannot be produced in nature. If found, that would be the biggest indication ever that the extraterrestrial intelligence could be involved. Is there an actual quote? Hawking and his colleagues at Breakthrough Listen said, Researchers working on long-distance space transportation have previously suggested that a cigar or needle shape is the most likely architecture for an interstellar spacecraft, since this would minimise friction and damage from interstellar gas and dust. Other anomalies from normal asteroids um, are its long slender shape and flight path. Oh, we've been through this. Da -da -da -da. Something dense, most likely rock, but possibly metal. Most asteroids uh, are metal, in all fairness. There's a lot of iron in them. That's it. I've seen Armageddon, and I know these things work. <laughs> I thought that was interesting, but a uh, bit that... Oh, a statement for the £75 million SETI project breakthrough listen launched by Russian Digitech mogul Yuri Milner in 2015 said... Research... Oh, I've read that bit. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, but, yeah... I've never thought about that. So the most likely shape for a, a long-distance intergalactical spaceship would just be a boring old cigar. I guess so. so. It's you... not going to look like a fucking Star Destroyer from Star Wars or anything like that. Or... No, uh, but I suppose... No, it's yeah. like a cock. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's cock-shaped in, oh, in this... Oh, in, but, yeah, pretty much. Uh, big old space cock. That's so what I think, to... if you think about it, though, because you don't... You, you're going to have to, like... Space isn't empty, is it? There's a lot of shit flying about. And you are going to... Every ship that we ever send into space is going to be able to take an asteroid impact off it. I think it's one of those things it? where you're going to have to accept an asteroid impact means you're fucked, whatever shape the, um, so you make the ship is. So you make it as big as possible and with some oh, big-ass, some kind of shields. It would have to be built in space. We learned this on a we previous uh, yeah. episode, didn't we? So you build your giant space cock in orbit if we can get rid of the space junk. Um, SS space cock. <laughs> This is the captain of the SS space cock. <laughs> Starla cocklog. <laughs> 20, uh, right, anyway. Can't you do a, a Picard voice? Because uh, as we've established, he was a superior captain. Uh, how does he say? He's a posh old Brit. Yeah. Um, captain's cock. Started. Sorry. <laughs> so, shall we try? Because this is the, the first part of the alien um, uh, news on our emergency broadcast. What are our, Shall we sum up our opinions on the space cock? Aliens. I'd love to believe that it's... Um, that organic thing freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. Because I think, well, how come we've not seen anything else with that on it? That's strange, isn't it? What if it's not a ship and it's a probe? That's, that's something, yeah. Uh, it's either, it, I, I'm going for probe. I'm going for some kind of... An unmanned... Unmanned um, sort of exploration probe, much like our Voyager, but just a lot oh, more advanced. yeah. It could be a cedar. What's or a cedar? It could be something that's going to launch... Seed life. Seed so life. Oh. in the ocean... Yeah, the the, the uh, organic layer will come away and the organic yeah. life, so they can seed planets. Before you know it, we're fighting some kind of merman. Terraforming. Well, it didn't come and probe us, did it? It just sort of passed through the, the edge of our solar system a bit. Well, it uh, passed near Earth. It passed... Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, it was checking us. Yeah, it was, yeah. 18 kilometres. 18 hey? million kilometres. I was going to say, damn, fuck me. 18 kilometers. Is that one of my arse? Pretty close to me, but near a giant space car. Um, yeah, 18 million, that's, that, that's quite That's quite, still pretty close. Quite close in So, a much more advanced. So, let's think about our Voyager satellites and that. They're made of sort of alloys and metals that will protect yeah. them from heat on impact. 
but let's say a more advanced uh, technologically advanced society than us their space probe would have like we said an organic bacterial self-repairing yeah around it that made it last for billions of years because it's traveled through solar systems or it could just be a rock from an explosion that when we think cigar shaped it might not be neatly cylindrical perfectly formed cigar cylinder. oh no no it could be a rough ass it could be a, a rock from an explosion I anyway, think, I think the first thing that we've ever noticed come from another solar system into ours, whatever it is, is worth talking about and celebrating and the fact that they've yep. got the technology to notice it. And, and the fact it's weird as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a science, is that how the scientific community just quoted it, Mike? It's the official verdict of science. Like, <laughs> it's weird as fuck. this day, not in his head like, yep. <laughs> it's my diagnosis. <laughs> it's weird, weird as fuck. fuck. <laughs> my work is done here. <laughs> you're right man and like I, a quick story I was, I freaked myself out the other night with this stuff I listened to at work I'll give a shout out to the podcast Ground Zero Media it's a fake they don't need any help from us they're fucking they're syndicated on the radio in America on like actual radio but he does five hour long shows and he's nothing like Alex Jones he's not that not a mentalist mm, but then mm, he does believe in a lot of stuff and he gives everyone a chance to listen he doesn't just say bullshit he gives everyone a chance to tell are you, them are, you, are you having a pop at my uh, my presenting style there no <laughs> um, <laughs> bullshit <laughs> no, I listened to five hours of him freaking out about the pentagon thing and the thing and I really got myself into a weird state of like I wasn't I wouldn't say freaked out what was he saying but he, he was just quite not scared by it, but just like, this is huge. He was more putting the whole thing together in this idea of we're being a big psyop. All this UFO news and leakage coming out at once is a reason for it, and we're being prepared for something bigger, and it just yeah. made me a bit freaking... Because I'm going to read you an article in a bit where um, psychologists have already started putting work into researching how they think people are going to deal with different levels of, like... An alien that looks like us, a bacterial alien, a one that looks like a fucking squid, um, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, and he was, and listening to all of this, it just weirded me out a bit. And I was like, are we being prepared for something? How will I react? And, and I told my girlfriend about it. And she, I told you boys, like, she essentially laughed in my face. <laughs> uh, uh, and she sent me a jokey message on the way to this one. Like, don't worry, I'll give you a cuddle if, uh, if you're upset tomorrow. So I told her we were discussing aliens. But um, I, I just thought it was huge, you know, all the fantasies I've done over the years in my head and all the stories I've wrote about aliens and, like, you know, all the comic books I've read, all the movies we've watched, and then now yeah. it could be becoming a fucking reality, right? I know this is softly, softly, softly catchy monkey. These are small, you know, it's a, it could be a rock in space. But I've seen a video that we're going to discuss in a bit in the last few weeks. What looked like a fucking spinning flying saucer. A spinning tic tac. Yeah, and it was released by the freaking Pentagon, not Billy fucking knob jockey. Like somebody showed me, my friend Lee, God bless him, he didn't think it was real, but he showed me this video today of a guy in a hotel room who claimed to he could open portals. Oh God. He has this program running on his laptop and this device on his bed, and I'm, I'm watching. And yeah, it. Pretty good CGI, I've got to be honest. A portal opens up in this hotel room like a circle and you can see through to the outside. Anyway, and he's just talking over it calmly and everything. I was like, what fucking bullshit, man. Did like, he walk through it? No, he didn't. No, 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 he's, no, he's, no, he's no, sent no, something no, through no. it, I believe him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, it was just... But, 
But yeah, I got a bit freaked out by all this alien stuff. Because I'm not alone, am I? Yeah, I called everyone on Facebook cunts the other day. Like I said earlier, because I'm quite freaked out by all this. It's big, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge. It's, it's huge. What everyone wanted, all the conspiracy theories, and now we've got it. Whoa. Thing is, do we want it? Well, that's the thing. That's what I'm questioning. Because I mean, Hawkins, it was nicer when it was a conspiracy. <laughs> Hawkins, I know, is very, very critical of us reaching out to the stars because he says, I'll paraphrase it, it'll be like Columbus meeting the Indians. Mm. It, it didn't go well for the Indians in the long run. Well, we the Indians. We're the Indians in this scenario, oh. and you know it, it's we'll very. We'll get cool headdresses. Yeah, but we'll also get wiped out. <laughs> well, that's the interesting thing. You see, there's two different disclosure paths, isn't there? There's one where it's the bad alien, the aliens mm. are a threat. There's one where it's good alien, aliens are peaceful, we're to help. Yeah, and, and the more advanced the civilization, the more it should be peaceful. But you're always going to have twats. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have space twats and space hippies. <laughs> and knowing our luck as a species, we're going to end up with a space twat first. But I think it's going to start small with that. Look at the other story that I think we forgot to mention until it's just popped in my head now. Bacteria on the space station, the ISSS. Yeah, 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 I've heard about that. Uh, the cosmonauts reported finding bacteria that they claimed did not originate from Earth. And then there was a counter story, I think NASA then said, no, it was picked up on the way up there. Um, it is earthbound. And, but there's a bit of conflict there. The cosmonauts were like, no, no, we did. We believe this originated. Astronauts. Co- uh, Russians? Aren't they they, well, the international, well, there could be cosmonauts up there. Yeah, they're the there's do Russians. You, do you know there. it's a cosmonaut or is it an astronaut? I'm sure it's the there's Russians. A I know it's <laughs> Russians. The Russian ones are just floating... What? I'm really confused. <laughs> they're lost. Though. The Russian ones are just... Oh, I'm with really you now. No, they're living ones that they <laughs> sent up there. And I also know that... So, I didn't click on this. It's connected. I've read Commander... What's that? Canadian astronaut. Commander... Tim Peake? No, no he's British. Played, he? The one who played... Um, oh, that was it. That was, it. That was Tim Peake, yeah. That's no, Tom no, somebody, isn't Tom, it? Tom... Oh, Christ. Major Tom. Major yeah, Tom, yeah. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was, yeah. But anyway, I read his book and like the, the after effects of astronauts coming back to Earth after a long time up there. It's pretty fucking devastating on their body. And it might be Tim Peake, who I just saw a headline, I didn't click it, but is he the one who's been up there for the longest time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently he's so. having I thought awful. Major Tundi was the longest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's hashtag, hashtag bring home Major Tundi. Let's spare a thought for poor old Major Tundi. But yeah, apparently this guy's having horrific after effects on his body. Like his legs get hugely, massively swollen and look like marshmallow man legs and stuff. But, sure. Uh, it's not good for you being in space, the no. human body. We haven't quite worked that out yet how to. Uh, I think it's the weightlessness. Yeah, uh, they have to take exercise every day, don't they? Mm, yeah. But it still doesn't... Because the weightlessness, obviously, it's hard to think about, but it's affecting the innards of your body yeah, in well, a yeah, very yeah. real, sort of the same way that it is the outer. But, but yeah, that's a bit of a tangent. I, yeah. I, I, I just follow that up, because I, I was listening yeah. to an episode of one of my... Um, uh, blah, 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 sorry. Uh, the Infinite Monkey Cage, Brian Cox, and okay. someone. Um, did an episode on Space Jam. Brian Blessed was the host, and I love Brian. I'm Brian Blessed. <laughs> Fantastic. Great guy. And um, he wanted to go into space, didn't he? We've talked about this before. Yeah, I think anyway, he's, um, anyway, Brian Cox is there and he says, I was speaking to this Russian guy and, and, he's, and, the, and I was with an American um, NASA scientist. He's like, look, we figured out how to, how to do it. Someone has a heart attack in space. Mm. We figured out how to get them. We can administer the, the um, defibrillator. And we figured out how to do it all in space. 
And the Russian guy just sort of turns around coldly and looks at him and says, you know that in Russia we only send healthy people into space. (laughs) 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 It's almost like NASA just fucking around wasting their time with that shit. (laughs) It's just great. Uh, We would know the possibility of heart attack before Mm. we sent him. Uh, In Russia, heart attack has you. (laughs) (laughs) And heart attack for breakfast was no problem. but yeah, so it's all, so that was another alien story, the bacteria on the ISSS. Is there a freaking psyop going on? It's all come out once, has it not? And does this, you know, you two know about the Disclosure Project, don't you? Yeah. That's probably an episode in itself, but... Oh my God, yeah. All those lieutenants and pilots and credible people. There was a citizen's hearing, wasn't there? Mm. Yeah, sorry, we should explain for the listener if you didn't know. And then um, there's a lot of pilots, lieutenants, credible people giving... Paul Hellier being the biggest one, the Cana- former mm. Canadian defence minister. Okay, give, and they're all giving accounts of UFOs um, and alien abductions, where there's some of those in there too. And I have previously, on previous podcasts, scoffed at UFOlogy and all that because it's not the idea of looking for you. What I scoff at is the stories of the, um, the people, you know... The abduction stories, basically, I have a problem with. Um, because I think it's often people just fucking attention-seeking and it's always some crazy fucking weirdo ringing into a radio show later. Yeah, I know what but you're saying. He's killed disclosed. 19 aliens with his samurai Yeah, thing. but Disclosed was different, wasn't it? It was fucking people in uniform, still in their uniform. you know, on Serving a, police officers. Yeah, on a yeah. bloody stand, like, giving their word. So doesn't this throw it throws different light on all that as well, doesn't it? Change, it but really... are we more inclined to believe someone in uniform than we are just a random person? Yes, we are psychologically probably. I didn't think of it but... until the head honcho in his suit and tie comes on and speaks on camera mm. to the people. They won't believe it. They're not bothered. No one's mentioned it on Facebook. Even my post saying, "Come on, you cunts." Um, like, is this not more interesting than a walking dead, is how I phrased it. Yeah, but then again, no one's in. everyone's bombarded with this. Uh, do you know what I mean? There's a lot of hoaxes and... Yeah, yeah, there's a lot uh, of... There's true. so many... I mean, I've got a friend from work who shares literally every crappy oh. UFO video that comes their way. And, and I'm watching them and I'm thinking... And I'm fed up of, like... You get to a point where you don't want to sort of say that's bullshit on someone's. Yeah. Like, even I can tell that CGI. I'm no, yeah, I'm no yeah. technical wizard. I'm looking at it going, nah, that ain't real. It can be too saturated with it. That's it. That's what I mean. So we have become too saturated yeah. with it to a point. And especially when you think of all the films that have been out. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, but uh, you, there's more films of alien invasion than there is of peaceful aliens. So maybe that's a psyop in itself. Maybe they're giving us up for that. Well, that I forgot there is a term for that with the way we've been uh, over decades sort of softly softly through the movies we watch conditioned uh, yeah having ideas planted that so that when we do see a, a fleet a horde of spaceships over the skyline of a major western city um and if they are we have a visual reference for that yeah. you know we might not okay. oh independence day <laughs> just like independence day yeah. we need to leave town if they are about- peaceful i'm going to say if they are peaceful mm. then the elites would know that their time is up mm. Because no peaceful uh, civilization, if they're coming to intervene, would allow such a corrupt system. Yes, but then the elites, our elites, would spin that to say of that course, these guys are coming I mean. here to change your way of life. They want to conquer that's you, it. and before you know it, they mobilize the human race. Because we've all said we'd fight in an alien war if it comes mm. down to it, because it's our fucking planet at the end of the day. 
and well, it depends on the circumstances. Yeah, but well, they would spin it, so they're invading. I mean, perfect example. What I mentioned earlier, that movie Bright. Uh, so this orc was the first orc to join the LAPD, and they showed like a thirty-second clip, and I thought oh, that's clever of the Joe Rogan show of him talking to an orc. Yeah. Saying, what about this fucking guy who's joined the LAPD? And then they bring up a picture, and I was like, shit! And I was like, that's what it would be like, but I mm. guess we'll get that, won't we? We'll have to look for our online media that we're used to. That's it. And find the, you know, what are people really saying? Because we know the main... It, I, I imagine the main, like, the ITV news and all that, the government's going to be telling us... Uh, Stay, stay in your away, homes, danger. don't panic. You need to buy this survival kit from us. Um, You'll be getting a flyer <laughs> through your door in the next couple of days, yeah. a government flyer Keep telling you what on. to do. Yeah. But you know, I I don't know, what would the story be? And if they come here, why are they coming here? By accident? Just to investigate? Or to wipe, harvest us? I don't, I mean, we'll never know, will we? Well, I can, I've got some, I, I did a little bit of digging. Mm-hmm. And I found some, um... Alien races who we're probably interacting with, or the more suddenly the ones who are, are seeing more, okay. and what they, their intentions are thought to be, I can give you before we crack on with the with, okay. the, with, the, with the, the the UFOs. You know about the Anunnaki from Nibiru, probably created us, and they like gold. Right. Yeah. So if they, t- so end they result would, working in gold, toiling in gold yeah. mines. End result good. working in gold mines where they fuck the best looking women. Not good. Not yeah. good for us. Them. One out of five. Well, reptilians, <laughs> we all know about them. Yeah. Uh, the Andromedans, humanoid, average lifespan, about 2,000 years, actually give a shit about us. They're the good guys in this scenario. The Nordics, you know, we all know what they look like, name self explanatory, except they're a bit seven feet tall. They're Thor. telepaths. Apparently, Vrillian's one. Uh, is he a Pelagian or? Palladian. A, he's a Pelagian, they're coming up, we all know about them as well. Uh, but they care more about the planet. Than us. Okay. Where do all these come? Like who? People channel them, don't they? Oh. And you got, um, of course, <laughs> abduction thing. But this is these are the, the. I don't know. It's hard to say, isn't it? It's all. It's all happenstance. But this is just. It's uh, all spurious. It's all claims. Um, the greys. You know, the greys, the creepy, sexless men. Creepy. Um, they kidnap us at night. Forty-three percent of all Forty-three percent of all reported alien interactions are the greys. Okay. And then you got the Pelagians, which is Vrilly Boy and his intergalactic council hippies. Vrilly Boy. What? So basically, out of them five, you've got three of them, they don't really give too much of a shit. Mm. Do you, something's just crossed my mind, it's fairly dark, uh, but the idea was toiling down gold mines. So, uh, a lot of children in Africa and sort of uh, the Middle East as well now are toiling down mines for gold and for minerals for our iPhones. What if they're already? Uh, what if the Anu- are they the Anunnaki? Who yeah, gold? Yeah. What if they're already here? What if they? What if we've got our myths and legends mixed up, and they're actually shapeshifters instead of lizards? Yeah. What if they're fucking both? They're already here, putting kids down fucking mines. Well, what oh, if? I'll throw it out there. Now, there's always a thing that Eisenhower met with aliens in the fifties and agreed the abduction treaty. In other <laughs> words, they gave us their technology. Mm-hmm. And we gave them the right to abduct people under certain conditions. They don't take. They only take so many a year. A list of names was given, and the people who were abducted returned with no memory of it. So we got like Wi-Fi. So it's like a treaty of it, basically. 
But why no. do they take us? What do they get? Because they want to. They either want us for um, for crossbreeding purposes, because their own race might be done. This is the greys. Right. That's a theory to create hybrids, maybe a better race, a race that can reproduce more easily. Could be any number of reasons. Or to infiltrate us. Mm. Who knows? Anyway, so there's always that theory, which kind of ties in with what you were saying. Is or if they say the Anunnaki, the greys show up. Mm. and make this treaty with the US government. Mm. And then the Anunnaki show up and say, well, we like your gold, we'd like that gold. And either we can all show up in force, or you can just get some kids to mine it for us. Okay, as long as you get us that gold, we'll stay back. Yeah. So what if we've got deals with all of them? Because it's pretty fucked up, isn't it? I mean, we kind of know the real world answer, but it's pretty fucked up that we don't get involved in, you know, kids in Africa being sent down mines forcibly. Slave labour. No, we all know what's uh, going on, but no yeah, one ever seems. We, we don't send the government don't send crack commando units in there to smash that and stop that shit. But we will go into other countries, won't we? And we we don't we're, we're sending crack commando units to safeguard those mines, like we did when the Ebola epidemic was on. Oh, and like puppy fields and things. But you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's a reason we don't go. You'd like to think if we're so moral, like we had to go and stop Gaddafi because he was so evil. We're so moral. As a country, we would be going and stopping this horrible, thing. horrible child slavery yeah. thing that's going on. Of course, it shows it's not about oh. morality. Exactly. But <laughs> is that because of alien involvement? Maybe that's why they never found Maddie McCann. She's doing a South African gold mine. <laughs> oh, I'm not touching. <laughs> um, so, but that just story, Ben, that theory Ben's just given, though, of like, yeah, that maybe the reason we don't stop this child slavery down mines is because that's the backdoor way that the Anunnaki are getting their yeah. gold without fucking with the entire society and freaking everybody out. We get a bit um, of technology, mm, you know? We get, like, Wi-Fi and driverless cars. Or more, as I will explain later. Ooh. So, yeah, that, that's pretty fucked. Not making light of... When I give out these mad freaking theories, I'm not making light of the situation in these countries and child labour, obviously. It's just... You know, it's pretty fucking horrific, so maybe there's a there's a fantastical reason Maybe there's behind a, it. Maybe there might be a more sinister reason behind it than just pure profit. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that's I sinister. Actually. You have to admit that, you have to admit then that humanity are basically cunts. Oh, yeah. I so, know, do you know what I mean? We are so, saying yeah. cunt yeah. a lot this episode. <laughs> yeah. It's a good fucking word. It's Latin. means slit. Well, there you go. <laughs> Every day's a school day. <laughs> but we, so we're actually being, um, you know... Uh, Classically, we're showing our classical education. We're being educational. Um, Tits funny. (laughs) 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 And that's our science officer. (laughs) Oh, crap. All right, can we take a break? Yeah, we can, yeah. (coughs) Boobies. Fantastic. (laughs) Okay, we're back from from the break. Bladder's empty and cans full. <laughs> so um, let's we'll crack on with the, the 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 main the main thrust of this really, which is the the Pentagon leaks on uh, on on the UFOs and some quite extraordinary footage and some very well you know shocking stuff really. I mean, when you consider that 1969, they were apparently stopped being interested mm. in UFOs. Turns out they've been a lot more interested than we thought. Yeah. So here's um. Here's a little clip of what was his name? The former uh, uh, Louis Elizondo. Elizondo was the the head of this division. Yeah, and he he's now formally head, isn't he? He's no longer a government employee. That's correct. But uh, here he is talking to. Oh God, I'm not doing very well here. I'm not sure. I think it's Sky News. Um, let's try and get this nice. 
And this was settled by two senators, wasn't it? Or three senators? Um, the head of the, sen- the Senate Majority Leader. Program, oh, sorry. Well, uh, you guys, really can you hear that? To do mm-hmm. just that. Um, from a national security perspective, identify those things that we see, whether uh, we see them electro-optically, we see them with radar, we see them uh, as, uh, as eyewitness reports, um, through a myriad of different ways and avenues that we receive the information, and try to ascertain and determine if that information is a potential threat to national security, in a nutshell. So, what did you find? Well, we found a lot. Um, I think uh, I think it's probably been a little bit mischaracterized in some of the the, the social media you see and, and and what people put out because a lot of times when we don't have a lot of information, we tend to fill in those gaps with what we think is logical. Uh, and there's still, by the way, a lot we really don't know. Um, I think what's important is that we have identified some very very interesting anomalous. Um, type of aircraft, let's call them aircraft, things that don't have um, (coughs) any obvious flight surfaces, any obvious forms of propulsion, and maneuvering in ways um, that include extreme maneuverability beyond, uh, I would submit, the healthy G-forces of uh, of a human or anything biological, Uh, hypersonic velocities, low observability, um, positive lift, again, seemingly in, in defying the laws of aerodynamics. They will tell you unequivocally that that through the observation, scientific methodologies that were applied to, to look at this phenomena, that these aircraft, we'll call them aircraft, are displaying characteristics that are not currently within the U.S. inventory nor in any foreign inventory that, that we are aware of. So I know you're using, uh, you're being clear, but I mean, the answer is yes. Um, my personal, I can't speak on behalf of the government, obviously, I'm, I'm not in the U.S. government anymore. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. Whatever that means. Fucking hell. I hadn't actually heard that. Hadn't you? No, I hadn't. Mm-hmm. I, some of that, as I said, I haven't had much Wi-Fi, I haven't mm-hmm. had any Wi-Fi since mm-hmm. Boxing Day. And, oh gee, shit. Um, very compelling evidence. Yeah. We are not alone, if, whatever that means. So let's, I'll give you Louis Elizondo. She has a background in military, military intelligence. Okay. That's where his background lies. He works the depart- or worked for the Department of the Defense. Department of Defense, or Dodd. Dodd. Ken now, Dodd. <coughs> Get a particular stick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought wars would be so much nicer if they were fought with tickle sticks, wouldn't they? And Doddy was the captain. And Doddy was the general, yeah. Happiness. <laughs> Happiness. Yeah, well, any phone listeners who don't know Ken Dodd, he's, he's an elderly British comedian now who only elderly people like. And, and um, me. And if you really want to go and check him out on YouTube, you can do, but I would suggest that you don't. Aww. Also, I suggest you don't check out Mrs. Brown's Boys, ben, which apparently you, is are the... Are you um, putting the British institution known as Ken Dodd in the reggae box? <laughs> you know what? I'm not. Oh, but okay. I am going to put Mrs. Brown's Boys in there. Oh, you can put there. that in there. Fuck those guys. Mrs. Brown's Boys is a comedy for people who clap when the fucking plane lands. <laughs> They have low, such low expectations in life, they're just happy to make it to the ground. <laughs> Comedy! No, yeah. I've, I honestly, I've never seen an episode. I have. Oh. And you sound upset about it. <laughs> I am. 
Your dad loves it. He does, he's been to see it live. My dad fucking loves it too. Oh, my dad as well. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a certain generation. He's like, Loves he's, it another man in drag. <laughs> well, that was they, comedy back then. They grew up on that comedy. That's Benny it. Hill. Dawson, Benny Hill, yeah. Didn't Les Dawson use the thing where he was two different women in drag? And or he his would, mate was one. And he or was he would turn other. around. And, and he'd be like, actually, yeah. he's busted over Ooh, his Oh, you are bag. awful. Yeah. 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 Dick Henry, that was, wasn't it? Uh, oh, possibly, man. yeah, but yeah. Either way, sorry. Where were we? Oh, it was um, shit. Planes. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we just can we? Uh, so, Mister Elliot. Oh, fuck it, I'm shit with this name, but he. Elizondo, his military intelligence background. Yeah. Now he ran it for Dodd. Right. Department of Defense, investigating which is known in military parlance as unidentified aerial phenomenal phenomena. Okay. Phenomenon. I was waiting no, for no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Phenomenon. Now, this program allegedly ended in 2012. Okay. It had a $22 million budget that wasn't hidden, wasn't black budget, it was in the white, but it was buried under a lot of other departments. Right. Yeah. Now... But it probably needs to be, because... Yeah, they didn't want people to know they were doing it, but they also didn't want to stick it in the black budget. Right. So it's in the grey. Yeah, that's the best way of putting yeah. it, I suppose. Um, now, this was given the green light by Harry Reid, who was the former Senate Majority Leader. Uh, our American leaders, listeners will be much more familiar with that is than I am, in all fairness. Okay. Um, but I presume that's pretty high up. It, or it certainly mid-level management. Yeah, it's one of the top... You, well, you can dish it 22 million quid to look for UFOs if, yeah. if you're that high up. There you yeah. go. There you go, mate. Yeah. 22 million shades of grey. <laughs> See how you get on with that. Wow, that's a hardcore bondage movie. <laughs> 22 million shades of grey. <laughs> oh, a snuff mate. film. It's <laughs> actually probably is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <coughs> um, but this went... See, a lot of this was farmed out. Mm. There was Department of Defence people on it, but a lot of the investigation and the, and the reports of sightings went to numerous sort of um, little, what they call them? What's the word I'm looking for? They're farming it out to um, Department. contractors. Contractors. Uh, Independent contractors. Independent contractors. Right, the one biggest of which... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm, right. The the biggest of which was Robert Bigelow, and no, he's no relation to Juice. <laughs> oh. uh, who runs Bigelow Airspace Contractors, and he looked into the majority of UFO cases. Also, a big UFO fan. So is Harry Reid. So basically, he was Harry, really just giving his mate twenty million a year. That's well, certainly the biggest chunk of twenty million a year, which is a bit obvious because it is his mate. Was it spent on UFO research, or was it spent well, on it, cocaine and hookers? <laughs> certainly, a good chunk of it seems to have appeared to be spent cocaine on UFO and research. Alien hookers. <laughs> <laughs> And where was I for the green alien hookers? <laughs> um, but yeah, so this Louis Elizondo, he was the guy who collated everything, put it together, mm. and we just heard what he he saw. I mean, we'll get the, the gun camera footage. That up. last line, man, she pushed him, didn't she, in a sort of polite way, and he said, what did I say? With There's overwhelming evidence that we are not alone. Or, no, that's not the exact quote, is it? But... He thinks we're not alone. Those are the fucking words he used. And he goes, whatever that means, you know. And I guess by that statement he means, are they little green men? Are they greys? Are they octopi? 
<laughs> um, Space octopi. Are they bacterias, flying crafts? Because he said in that speech that they're doing manoeuvres that he believes no bio, biological uh, yeah. creature could withstand. The G-forces, yeah. Have we got the footage of a few guys, the few actual guys. UFO that was captured? If you have a little chat, I'll um, uh, find that. Because if you describe what the footage is, I suppose, it won't take me a sec. Well, it's, uh, I mean, we've got um, gun camera footage. Um, from and they are F-18 Hornets launched from the carrier the USS Nimitz. Um, so they're top gun. Well, they're not top gun, but because mm. they're in uh, F-18s, I, I think that's right. What? The F-14s of top gun guys. I don't know. Forgive my military ignorance. What's a gun camera? Is it literally? It's ended? literally what's what the, used to. It's target? what the pilot's looking at. I don't know what half of what he just said. So <laughs> don't worry about it, guys. I don't know what the difference is between F-14 and F-18. Looks like a difference between a Ford Fiesta and a Ford Mondeo. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. 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 I think the F-14 is more of um, a fighter bomber, whereas the F-18 Mm. is like fleet protection. Oh, so the F-14 is fleet protection and the F-18 is like a fighter bomber, I think. think. It's been a while since I had to do all that. So, here we go. And uh, I'll play it to you, then we'll... uh, I'll play the uh, audio to the audience, and then we'll talk about what we see in this, I think, terrifying uh, footage. There's a quote appearing on the screen. One of the pilots told a reporter this object was, quote, not of this world. But um, some of the quotes, if that didn't come up too clearly in the audio, the pilot said, there's an entire fleet of them. He did, yeah. Dude, I don't know what that thing is. Uh, it's going 140 knots against the wind. It's rotating, which you can see it doing visually in the video. Uh, and it looks, it, for all intents and purposes, purposes to me, like you're, weirdly like your classical flying saucer type shape, yeah. like a spinning top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mars attack style. Yeah, in uh, it looked like a giant flea to me. I don't know if it's uh, anyone else. I I agree with the the, the side with this. It was a, a white tic tac. I'd I'd probably go with mm, that. Yeah, but this this footage was filmed in two thousand and four, released in the last couple of weeks. Why the delay? Why are we being again the psyop? Well, who released it? Oh, oh, I don't know. That. Because it wasn't the Pentagon, was it? Oh, was it not? I was under the impression it. Uh... I don't think it was. I think it was released by uh, Tom DeLonge's company. Really? To the Stars Academy and Art of Art I've heard of this, yeah. If anyone who's known Tom DeLonge, he's the, the former drummer of Blink-182. He's invested a lot of money into you. Yeah, uh, he was the singer. He's the singer? Yeah, yeah one of the lead singers. Oh, I thought he was a drummer. No, that's Travis, uh, somebody barking. Oh, yeah, yeah, you something are right, like yeah, yeah. Um, I know some of the claims to have a threesome with him. The problem I've got with that... Oh, hello. The problem I've got with that is I watched Tom DeLong talk for an hour and a bit to Joe Rogan. Oh, fucking hell, man. The impression I came away with, and I read a whole Reddit thread, and a lot of people agree with me. What sounds like it's happening to Tom DeLong with that company, and I didn't know they'd released this, so that's interesting, but it sounds like a lot of ex-military top brass are rinsing him for money. Mm. and convincing him that they're going to build antimatter machines That's and teleportation it, yeah. devices and he believes this to 
and he sat there in front of Joe Rogan. I've seen it, yeah. Snorting, and, and Joe Rogan, you could tell, was completely just like, oh. Because, uh, yeah, he wouldn't give any details. Well, this he guy he, he is, wouldn't discuss it. This guy is part of his company, isn't he? They sent us on note. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, man, But the Pentagon yeah. disclaiming they're not disowning it. I've read on, like, mainstream website and that... I might be I mean? wrong, but I was under the illusion that it was this company. Let's turn... Uh, I thought this was Pentagon leaks. I've... I've I was in the impression it was this was the Pentagon. The uh, Howard Hughes episode and he explained on this. He was interviewing the New York Times reporter. They discussed this, so they didn't mention Tom DeLong. Forty. So let's read the actual article. A former Pentagon official who led a recently revealed government program to research potential UFOs. Um, well, actually, there wasn't as much swearing in that as I seem to think there was, but surely. One thing I will say that I am critical of that that footage um, is that uh, military radio is monitored and so is NASA radio. And if NASA astronauts start talking about stuff they're not supposed to see, they're immediately cut off and diverted to a private channel. You're correct that he is part of Tom DeLong's company, the Academy of Arts and Sciences, uh, this Louis Sando, but I can't see where the footage came from. Um, I'll try Googling the actual... San Diego UFO, uh, because the Pentagon haven't come out and discredited it, have they? Uh, no, the thing is, uh, we still can't agree they were looking into UFOs, and this gun camera footage has come out. Whether or not this this was part, I think this was this this was part of that research at the time. He's left the government. He's taken that with him. Mike, hang on. Yeah. This is from the Independent.co.uk. It's, would we agree it's fairly reputable? It's decent. No, it's right. not quite a rag, is it? It's what we would it's call middle it. It's the middle of the road, isn't it? Is it a broadsheet or is it... And it's the same footage I can see from the video and the headline is US military releases classified footage of unidentified flying objects tracked by Navy pilots. US fighter jets were sent to investigate a mysterious flying object as it hovered off the coast of San Diego. A San whale's Diego. vagina. Well done. <laughs> you didn't let me down. Um... Previously classified footage has revealed a video released by the U.S. Department of Defense, DOD. Dodd. Shows Navy pilots reacting with astonishment as they tracked the whitish oval as it glided above the Pacific Ocean. So, it did come from there. Wow, okay. So that's what I was quite... Yeah. What was adding to my freaked outness by this whole thing. It's from the fucking Pentagon. So they've been scrambled from a carrier as well, because it is from the USS Nimitz. Mm-hmm. So it must have showed up on radar then or something. Like it, yeah, yeah, because the well, oh. carrier fleet, well, carriers have got like fucking 27 ships around them, just mm-hmm. look after them. Okay. And a submarine. That changes things a bit then, doesn't it? Because that's, you know, that's the US government disclosing mm. it. But then it does also, I'm glad you've brought to my attention that that Louis Ando is part of Tom DeLong's company, because then he has a a motive for talking about this, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's um, true. He has an agenda to promote that company because it obviously exists to make money. Uh, do you want me to, you want however, to, you want me to um, put, uh, say what the uh, the company co-founder said about it, about the company? Is this Tom uh, DeLong's company's co-founder? Yeah, okay. Dr. Hal Putoff. <laughs> no! Yes, oh, man. I tried to put him off this company, you know? <laughs> He's a former uh, advisor to NASA, General Electric, the NSA, and Stanford University. Okay, that's fairly reputable. Yeah. All of them. He said, imagine having 25th century science this century. We've mobilised 
a team of experienced, connected and passionately curious minds to reveal and decode information that can challenge the limits of traditional theory, such as the study of unidentified aerial phenomenon technologies. Together, we're bringing transformative science and engineering out of the shadows to introduce profound possibilities. Boom, mic drop. So are well, they looking for them or trying to replicate the technology? Or, or both? And how much money has Tom DeLonge got? Because that's going to take a lot of cash. Yeah, I mean, they've well, sold a lot of records, but I don't know if he's that... He set up a crowdfunding. And he, oh. he's got he's got $200,000 at the moment. Mm. Well, he ain't going to get very far on that. Is he? Mm. There's, uh, I did read a good comment under the uh, under that video that they need to get the remaining members of Blink One Eight Two on Joe Rogan to ask them what the fuck happened with Tom. <laughs> Come on, he didn't talk about the band once, and, and Joe Rogan normally goes for three hours with every single guest, no matter who it is. This was less than two hours, wasn't it? Yeah. He couldn't fucking hack it anymore because the guy wouldn't give any actual info, and he was showing like YouTube videos that were really like, oh. Sort of things like that portal one I watched today. Yeah. But you know, he's sitting there in front of Joe Rogan, like, who's a very cynical, clinical minded, you know, yeah. guy, isn't he? He likes to see evidence, and if you could show him evidence, his opinion will change. Like, it should. As, as yeah, as it should, but, exactly. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird interview. He was definitely coked up, in my opinion, Mr. Delon. If he's doing a lot of sniffing, then probably. But maybe he's onto something then. Maybe he's. I mean, I don't freaking know, do I? But. Either way, back to the. <laughs> let's not get bogged down. In, oh, you were going to tell me about his company, weren't you? Oh, you did. Yes. Their yes. mission statement. No, so. Yeah. It's a big ass mission statement. It is, but with two hundred grand, are you going to be? Because I heard him talking about they're going to make an antimatter transportation devices and um, teleportation, these kinds of things. I think they're also relying on like alien tech in a way, is the way I understand. They were mm. looking to identify these things well, and then utilise the didn't, technology. Didn't Tom DeLong say that he had, they had alien technology? I read... Right. In, in, in the podcast, wasn't he talking about they had some they had piece some of metal or something yes. and they were testing um, electrons right. yeah, over the material, weren't they? And if they charged it a certain way or something, mm. uh, it went it went over faster or slower... Uh, and that's how they get through space. Apparently, is they okay. um, they change sort of space time in front of the vehicle. I can give you a bit of science I've learned over the years of researching UFOs about how uh, how aliens travel through space, if you like. Mm-hmm. Can I take the science crown if I if I nail it? Go on then. Right. Well, um, science fiction crown. Science. Oh. Well, no, this is this is, this is actual physics as well. This is how people think they they get okay. through space. This is this the. Uh, there's two types of gravity. There's gravity A, gravity B. Gravity A is the gravity we have on Earth. We can momentarily break it by jumping in the air. Gravity B is the stuff that holds the atoms and the nucleuses together. It's very tight because it takes a lot of effort to break it. Basically, the, the UFOs, the, in theory, transmit um, the uh, gravity wave they essentially use to um, sort of wormhole hop to where they want to go. Because everything's getting by gravity, so you utilise that, and you can open up once a space and pop it in the other. Okay, that hasn't really said how you know they do it, though. Well, yeah, he's riding gravity, effectively. Mm. Mike just wants to keep his crown. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He, he can keep can it, because that's his job, but that's, that was my, that's, that's, the under, that's the barest bones explanation of what 
has been theorised how these people do it. Well, these aliens do it. With regards to what you said about the alien material, can I read you another article? That um, This is, I think, then the fourth story that I saw reported by mainstream media that caused the freak out the other night. Because uh, these have all come thick and fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. The last month. This is from The Independent again. US government recovered materials from unidentified flying object it, quote, does not recognise. Uh, the Pentagon has reportedly recovered metal alloys from unidentified flying objects that scientists do not recognise. Materials which are alleged to have amazing properties that are being stored in modified buildings in Las Vegas, the New York Times reports. Ah. It's fucked up, innit? Not the fucking Conspiracy Weekly, not Shitheads United, the New York Times, which has then been re-reported by the Independent. I'll go on. The US Department of Defence, Dodd, again... Dodd. Has admitted to a secret 22 million... Oh, we know this bit. Blah, blah, blah. A secret 22 million programme. They have some... Now, who's saying this? This is Ralph Blumenthal talking. One of the authors of the New York Times report told MSNBC. They have some material from these objects that is being studied so that scientists can try to figure out what accounts for their amazing properties. Mr. Blumenthal said that the DOD do not know what the materials are made of. It's some sort of compound they do not recognise, he added. The Pentagon refused to comment when contacted by the Independent. Researchers also studied people who claimed they had experienced physical effects from encounters with unidentified aerial phenomena, according to the New York Times. The recently released... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, then they go on to talk about the video that we've previously discussed. Uh, that Mr. Blumenthal then says, No one knows what they are to this day. Research went into trying to identify their strange means of propulsion, their phenomenal aerodynamics, which represent nothing on the face of this earth by any country. Experts warn, warn. Oh man! There is usually a worldly explanation for apparent oh, for apparent UFO sightings, and caution that an absence of an explanation is not proof of extraterrestrial life. But it's also not a Proof there isn't. Proof that there isn't extraterrestrial yeah. life. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed, interesting, Neil deGrasse Tyson, if you were the... Yeah, he hasn't been very critical of this. He's I mean. saying bullshit, isn't he? Yeah, poo-poo, isn't it? Yeah, because he d- he's got to stand by his. He's very much in the same camp as Brian Cox. They've got to stand by their science is everything, science is the truth, science is the only way, you know, with critical thinking, blah, 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 and proof. And blah, blah. So I don't think he wants to give any kind of... Anything that can be unexplained, I don't think he wants that to exist because his physics can't explain it. No, but I think it can explain it. It's just what those you have, what that craft in that gun camera footage is displaying mm. is stuff that we can't withstand with our technology. Mm. Now, if we have some kind of there's some kind of device inside that craft that basically cancels out external force that we haven't invented yet, there's every chance they can make something like that. Mm. then you can go 140 knots into the wind. You can literally come to a stop and then fire off because you won't feel it. Your craft is doing it. So the physics is there to support that. It's our own limitations as as our, our wet meat sacks that we are <laughs> that we can't physically do that. We black out and our bodies return to paste. So you think he, he's d- denying it because he doesn't want to be associated with it if it's false? I think he'd love There's to believe it. Yeah. But I think also an element of he doesn't like anything that can't be fucking explained. Yeah. 
with his physics, with his you need, pressures. But he does say, he says, show me the evidence, yes. show me the alien, show me the craft. Didn't he say something like, if you call one on the phone or something, he's like, I'll believe some deaf guy. And I really respect that guy, I love him, he's way yeah. more intelligent it, than me, clearly. He says, it's, it's oh yeah, I, I love NGDT, but, he's great. But I think you've got to have a bit more of an open mind. Well, maybe his knowledge of physics makes him less open-minded in a weird sort Possibly. of way than my little stoner brain where I'm like, well, it could be anything. But so what would you, do you have any thoughts on a real world explanation for the, the UFO in that footage? Like a, a non-extraterrestrial explanation? Well, it's a either, Russian it's thing, either Chinese. It's either some really advanced type of drone Possibly. or it's some natural phenomenon we don't really mm. know about. I mean, you got to look at like Foo Fighters in World War Two. What were they, you know? Bomber crews are shooting at them. They were zipping past. I mean, and as drone technology is so sort of commonplace now, maybe in two thousand and four, someone in Russia, someone in China, I don't know, or another country had a more uh, a sort of drone technology that we've only just come into now, and they were out testing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll take you back to. Um, I think we've talked about it on the Roswell episode. It was the. Um, Head of the Boeing Skunk Works, uh, I think it was the sort of late 90s, early 2000s, uh, a few weeks before he died of cancer, um, said that, you know, we're 50 years ahead of where you think we are. We know that Einstein made a mistake in his calculations and we have corrected that mistake and the means of travel to the stars is within our grasp. Yeah. Uh, he said that. He also hinted at we are out there and we have got bases on the moon and Mars. Um, so let's say well, you've that... Got, you've got Edgar Mitchell in the Podesta emails. Yeah. He emails John Podesta saying, when are we going to meet up and talk about the alien that. thing? They, that was released by WikiLeaks, wasn't yeah. it? And, yeah. and he's saying the aliens don't want a war, they want us to get rid of all our weapons. We need to sit down and have a conference call on this. Are you thinking, that's Hello. fucking weird. Yeah. Now that, okay. But is he talking in code? Well, because that might be code for something else. It might be code for China, that might be code for North Korea. You don't know. I mean, yeah, but he, yeah, but Edgar Mitchell is actually coming out and saying, I know that the, the, this the, as well. Yeah, not, it's know, not all it's, cloak and dagger. I know that. Yeah, I'm using it, but actually, no. And he's saying yeah. the space war is is underway already. We need to get our act together. Which leads, <laughs> which leads us on to potentially, I'll tell you at the end. And and it, does Mitchell, like, uh, it sounds a lot like Brilliant, doesn't it? As well. Yeah, was Edgar uh, Mitchell? Just an old insane uh, astronaut that, that that John Podesta was placating and going along with his mad theory, That's or a was very he? Good possibility. Yeah. Because Edgar Mitchell and it's also just got picked up by WikiLeaks because it mentions fucking aliens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's juicy. Well, they dumped everything, so yeah. It was well, just there you go. And it would have someone searching through that would have stood out, wouldn't it? And you're right. He could have been a senile old fool uh, who still had a government contact, just rambling on some crap. Or he could have been. It sounds a lot like the whole brilliant thing, doesn't it? Does, doesn't it? Well, the space war and the get rid of the weapons. And yeah. The... Edgar Mitchell, is, I don't quite know how. I mean, I know he was the sixth man on the moon, and I think he went into space a couple more times. Um, but he. Um, what effect does that have on your brain? Well, he started trying to conduct private ESP sessions from orbit. Oh. And I presume that he was pulled from astronaut duty hung after that. Um, yeah, but if really is up there, then he would be doing that. No, he was trying to contact someone on Earth. He, uh, and and yeah, he was a big guy, but the aliens, that's after he's come back. And you think, well, 
I, I respect the guys that literally to the moon and back. I mean, he's got the sixth man to walk on the moon. Yeah. He's an astronaut. He was in the pioneering think about days. It. He he was due to go on Apollo. Which one was the one that? Yeah, I think he, he was due to go on thirteen. He has yeah. said he had, he had said that he's never seen anything personally. No, but he knows a lot of people in high positions that have. Yeah, but that's after he's come back from space and he's not on active yeah, no, duty. He would have he's... high contacts in NASA. And he would have high contacts. Would he have high contacts? Uh, he's yeah. an astronaut. He's, he's not involved with the program anymore. I mean, he's I don't know. Be, he's going to be friends scientists that move up the corporate ladder. Yeah, in NASA. I suppose so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but are are they though, or are they like like a really great military pilot who's retired? Is no longer in. He's contact. dead now. But no, let's for a, mm. a fixed, you know, yeah, for example, who's no longer in the service. Uh, he can't just walk in and get access, can he? To the so a NASA pilot is just a really high skilled. He's he's got to do a job. This guy, that, what I'm trying to say, this guy could be the NASA equivalent of a grunt. If you know what I mean, like they're just the well, dudes who fly the ships, do some experiments, yeah. but you're not you're nothing fucking special in the world of NASA. Who had Gimmitch? High up, yeah. So maybe this guy didn't. He could be a senile. Is that the name of the guy? Edgar Mitchell, yeah. Yeah, but um, Gaz, only twelve people on the moon. He's, he's like, we'll ban one of them, but still, the percentage of that twelve of them on the moon, one of them could be a fucking fruit loop, mate. Why am I skip through the skip I through don't the know, guys, six, testing? Six trips into space. The, did you say what does the, that do? To the ESP thing kind of worries me a bit. It's yeah. Like, that I mean, I do me. like you. I, I mm. massive respect for you. But how true is that? Because I'd like to think that sort of shit would turn up on your psychological profiling and your. Well, maybe after he did that, he was never sent into space again. So yeah. I thought, well, maybe he's gonna be space crazy. Yeah. He's trying to talk to space ghosts. <laughs> coast to coast. Hey. <laughs> coast to coast FM. Hey. Check it out. It can be fun sometimes. I've heard a few of that. Um. But so, all right. Space war. Is interesting because okay. um, we're going to do it after the emergency brought. Well, we'll record it. It's a future episode. We're going to look at um, at Solar Warden. Oh. Do you know what Solar Warden is? I've got no idea. It is literally our secret space program. Right. Okay. And um, this is Gary McKinnon. Gary McKinnon found this. McKinnon. Yeah, he hacked NASA and found this oh. um, oh, what was it? extraterrestrial officers list. And um, what? yeah, he he was he's resisted. They managed to stop him getting extradited in the UK. I think because yeah. we'll, we'll cover a lot of this. Obviously, they, they, they were they were hell bent on it. They, they were hell bent yeah. on the extradition. Yeah, they were. They were hell bent. Could on we have a piss break? So yes, we can. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back and so talk about Solar Warden and then we'll about and then we'll talk about our feelings about this whole Gary. week. Talk about our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mike. <laughs> Because we're back, so that Gary McKinnon, if I'm not mixing up my hackers, is he the, the Brit with the um, um, sort of autism or something? Yeah. Yes. Um, when you see him approaching court, he's just in sort of Adidas jogging bottoms. Uh, you know, he doesn't look like a nerd. He looks like a bit more like a council estate. Yeah, I think uh, that's probably the best way to describe it. Chav type thing. Because um, I saw him giving the finger to some cameras outside uh, court. He was but using his auntie's computer as well. His mm. girlfriend's auntie's computer, he, I think. He just does not look like the world's greatest hacker mm. at all. No, whatever my image of that is in my mind, it wasn't this guy. And as you said previously, Mike, uh, the American government 
fucking massively wanted this Oh, guy. yeah, they wanted him big time. Fucking mental illness or no mental illness, you're going to the worst American prison. And we, thankfully, I don't know how, just be by being British, probably, just... Just by fudging the paperwork, I'd imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. British, because we like to get into a muddle, don't we, the Brits? We're, oh, we're, we're, we're charmingly muddled. Was he punished in this country, though? Is he doing jail time? I'm not I don't think so. certain, to be honest. So, not you're saying he we're found a list... Next episode. He found a list of alien employees... What, they were called extraterrestrial officers. So is that an officer who's an extraterrestrial or an officer who's dedicated an to extraterrestrial? Well, I'd assume an extraterrestrial. No, officer. I was. It's more. I think it's. More, it may not be the correct phrase. If you can get your internet up, just have a look for uh, me. What should I put into um, Google? Um, Solar Warden Gary McKinnon. Um, but yeah, it was. It wasn't like extraterrestrial. One word. It was like ec- extra dash terrestrial. So it's sort of an off world. In a way. Mm. Okay, so the warden, Gary. Does not go too much into it? Into the McKinnon stuff, because um, it's going to be the sort of next episode, um, or the next one we record. So what comes up was... Uh, was Gary McKinnon right? Secret Space Fleet filmed. Uh, Solar Warden, the secret space programme. Uh, what was it? What did you want me to try and find out? For oh, uh, the, uh, the, the list of officers, uh, what was it called? Egg, solar warden, yeah, so it's the secret spaces. So if we've had stuff off these guys from since 1947, let's say the Roswell crash. Let's say the Roswell crash was an accident. The aliens didn't mean to crash. We meet up with them. We have a chat. We get technology in exchange for abductees. We know now there's hostile alien races out there. Oh, nice alien races out there. But we need to defend the Earth, don't we? So we come up with Solar Warden. The secret space program that uh, guards the solar system. So extraterrestrial flight, going back to what Boeing said, all that the guy from Boeing said, we're up there, we're already doing it. The physics was wrong, because we based everything on Einstein, haven't we? And that's where DeGrasse Tyson and Coxwell obviously swear by Einstein as, as physics guys. What is but if we benefit? know he's wrong and they don't, if the guys who are doing the tippity-tip of the fucking research know that Einstein's wrong and Cox and DeGrasse don't. Mm. They're going to stick by that anyway. Because let's face it, Cox and DeGrasse and their ilk are essentially celebrity scientists. They're not NASA employees. They're not top government Actually, Cox works for CERN, I think. Oh, okay, but... Yeah, and um, Neil deGrasse Tyson works for the planetary... But they're not top government ranking officials. They're not on the inside of any. They're not on the advisory boards. They're not advisors to the president. These are civilian scientists. I'm not being disparaging. Oh no, no, absolutely not. These are just brilliant men. They are brilliant. Literally saying they're not. They're saying what they know and what they believe, but they don't have any more um, access to secret knowledge than your average Joe. I would presume, assume. So, yeah, it's like, it, the trouble is, if you're too dedicated, I suppose, on the site, you're too narrow-focused, yeah, you're forgetting, you're leaving out... That's it, if you, if you focus on that Einstein yeah. is right, and he's infallible... What was it, the great philosopher, was it Socrates, who said, um, all I know is I know nothing? No, that's a Green Day song. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is that I don't know, all I know is that I don't know nothing... <laughs> Fucking tune, but yeah, 
Yeah, so- I didn't realise it was a Socrates. They ripped it off Socrates. Who'd have thunk it? Green Day ripping off Socrates. There's nothing new under the sun. Some Greek guy anyway said it. <laughs> some creep chap said it. Was it just some random bloke in the street during the recession? Some country, some country big on curly shoes and hummus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Turkish legend. Legend, <laughs> Turkish legend. Um, yeah. Oh, it's a red dwarf quote. Sorry. Well, I'm down for that. We don't, we don't know. But then, okay, what's the benefit? We've been through all this. A dream argument, all that, you know. Mm. Uh, Descartes. Um, saying no, you went through all that. All right, I went saying Descartes, saying uh, I, know, I sat here mystified for most of it. My eyes, my senses tell me the world, but they've deceived me before. So why yeah. should I trust them? What benefit is there of it? So let's say we there are elements of human society, not even society, humanity, elements really. of humanity who are engaging in interstellar, intergalactic travel and war, space war. Trade, I imagine, also it's probably how the war started. I don't know. What's the benefit of the general populace not knowing about that? What's the benefit of it? What, blow our minds? I mean, uh, if we knew, well, I've already freaked out. So yeah. I guess. If we knew, one day I'll quote Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black. You know, one day, mm. like yesterday, you knew humanity was alone in the universe. Tomorrow, mm. who knows what you'll know? Mm. Or well, paraphrasing anyway. Well, it's a profound, well, it's a profound mind so change. All religion goes at the window at that point because every I religion pretty much says. I said this to my says, girlfriend. This is why when I was trying to explain to her, why I'm freaked out. I said this changes yeah. everything. All the traditional things that we we've taken for granted and apparently set in stone. Religion's one of them. Science. It's everything I mean, changes with this. Right, I said. Right, right, right. Jesus is on the fucking council of light with Verlian's boys, the Pelagians. Yeah, he's in our right, space right. Avengers team. So, isn't yeah, he? so Jesus rocks up one day. Aliens are real, right? The government, like, aliens are real. They've literally turned up. Then Jesus rocks up, right? Oh God, right. First of all, Gaz has I got mean, to fight him. I mean, I was <laughs> son of God, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To prove us wrong. Yeah, right? just, yeah. And after that, after he's put more gas into a bloody pulp, okay. <laughs> right? After that, right? Christianity's out the fucking window, isn't it? Because he's like, oh. I didn't tell you any of this shit. <laughs> Imagine him turning up to a fucking church in Alabama Man, who are defending be... like Roy Moore. I didn't tell you to do any of this. There'll be a very uh, hasty. So Christianity fucking... is gone. There'll be a very hasty rewrite of the new. New Testament. <laughs> not only did God create the heavens and the stars, but all things contained within the heavens and stars, including Ashtar, the intergalactic space fucker. The point is, Jesus, Jesus is going to do Bible the sequel. It's going to be a Bible two. Yeah. Bible harder. <laughs> the point is, all of a sudden, every religion out there that said that humanity mm. is Divine. God's creation. And the only race out there has been proven wrong. So all of a sudden, it's it's completely fallible. But the Pope's come out and said that the Vatican have a lot of telescopes. Mm, yeah, that's and the one called Lucifer. Lucifer. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that, well, like Lucifer that, technically is the light bringer. Ben, so, that photograph so. of them throwing up the devil horns. Is that a photoshopped fucking picture? Is that a picture of the Pope throwing the devil horns? I don't know. It, that cannot That's be a real photo. I know presidents do it and, and Prince William and people like that, but surely to have Well, if you send the Pope's throne, the only thing you can do in front of that monstrosity behind him is... <laughs> yeah, have you seen that? Genuinely, have you seen the, the, the Pope's throne room? 
The Snakehead oh. Throne Room. Oh, Mike, is your... your it con- sounds where, like, the last battle of Conan the Barbarian takes place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! In the Pope's Throne Room. <laughs> and it cuts what? off the head of an intergalactic snake. <laughs> it's a resurrection oh. of Christ statue. Probably a pedo snake. Oh, man, it's... Right, we'll, 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 cu- me, we'll cut this part out. What, Mike, Mike, edit this part out. <laughs> you don't have to if you can't be asked, Mike. Right, because we're <laughs> going we're to go off topic a little bit here, because you've got to see this. This is this is from some. It might be related. No, it's related episode because I've heard about the Vatican's uh, vast uh, network of fucking telescopes spread across the globe, and what are they fucking interested for? And I've also heard about their secret vaults that nobody gets to go in. Yeah, the yeah. Oh man, for an hour in there. They could have. I've wrecked the Pope off for an hour in that vault. But they, if anybody doesn't want the alien thing coming out, like you just said, yeah. if anyone doesn't want it coming out. So maybe they want to find it for anyone else can. Well, that's the thing. But, Look at aliens, bro. They're everywhere. This, it's heavy. And like, like I said, my girlfriend did laugh at me a bit. It just, I suppose it was funny that I was having a stone. I was genuinely quite like, fuck me. But I was thinking about exactly what you've just been saying. This changes so much. Yeah. About everything, everything, religion, science, everything. It proves a lot. Of, it surely changes how you see everything that... Because I went, I went to university in, uh, and I proudly dropped out after two years. But I went to university in Aberystwyth, which uh, for the international listener is a seaside town. And I used in to Wales. Go, uh, yes, and I used to go and sit on that beach and look out at the ocean, and it has a, a very powerful effect on you. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. Makes yeah. you feel tiny, and puts a lot of things into perspective, and it can be quite, you know, sort of uh, sound a bit hippie, but quite calming and soothing to go and be reminded of your tininess in the face yeah, of this yeah, vast... Yeah, I get that. So imagine then open that up to the galaxy, to alien life from other solar systems. It's so huge, it changes everything. And this could be a big psyop, so what are we looking at here then, chaps? Mike's bring up... Is that the Pope's throne? It looks like. And look at the actually, it's a better. There's a better view with it, like where you just type in the Pope's throne room, and um, uh, you get the full. That looks like a vision of hell. Yeah. I don't want to sit on that. It's meant to be Jesus Christ coming out of an atomic explosion. It was in the seventies. It was a sculpture. Oh, it was made in the seventies. Oh, right. Okay, that explains a lot. People. And he sits about... behind this, and it is the creepiest fucking thing. You've ever seen everything about the Pope's. There you go. Jesus Christ, it's huge. What do you think of that, Gaz? I think that's. uh, I think that looks like a fucking reptilian. I think, God knows, true. That's a stunning piece of artwork and sculpture, but I don't think the head of a religious. And is he not throwing up a bit of a Nazi salute there? (laughs) (laughs) He's supposed to put his hand up, I think. It's an angle. Uh, But I think that's not a very pleasant image to look at. Uh, No. All credit due to the artist. I, I often a running joke since episode one is that I could beat Jesus in a fist fight. Looking at that image of Jesus. No, that's meant to be Jesus' face with his hair. Mm. No, that's his hair like... That looks like a reptilian to me. It looks like a reptilian's head, doesn't it? That looks like a lizard head. Ah, uh, yeah, but isn't that also a little bit of that... What was that thing called earlier? Paradolia, I know, I Yeah, know. but the artist would play with that, you see. Ah, yeah. Uh, He's an artist. It was from the 70s, though. He, I'd imagine he was doing a fucking lot of asses when he did that because Jesus, that is fucking horrific. You know what? The more I learn about the Vatican, the more fucking. I mean, put aside the you know teenage uh, underage 
orgies with little boys. Uh, it's you know quite weird, allegedly. Not even allegedly. No, it's pretty uh, much proven. Uh, there's shit like this. The secret library. The fucking the network of fucking telescopes. So that does tie in. I don't think we have to edit that. I think that does tie into it because. Oh, then if you are, if we do keep this in and you're listening, then do go and please immediately at this point press pause and go and Google Pope's Throne Room and tell us what you think that looks like. Because to me, it looks like a fucking lizard-headed dude behind the Pope. It's not a pleasant image of Jesus Christ, is it? You would like to think of people whose entire life is about celebrating this man. Yeah. You'd like to see him in a bit more of a friendly, you know. I've seen statues of him like feeding goats and stuff like that. Yeah, nice Jesus. But um, Space Jesus shows up. This is at the window. Like I was going to say, just guys, that's what the throne room looks like from a distance. That's a snakehead. Can you not see the snakehead? Yeah, yeah, okay. But that could be pareidolia. I see the serpent. And you can see the outside as well. Looks like a snake, doesn't it, Ben? But the serpent is part of a lot of ancient myth. It is. It's big in myth. The serpent, of course. Yeah, but the serpent. The serpent in Christianity is, is Satan. Yeah. So why? Was that a reminder of... of, of from the outside, you can see uh, it looks like a snake's head. Snake's head, head yeah. oh, that's a bit of pareidolia there. But I can see what you're coming at, because it's pareidolia. But yeah, it's it's almost like it was designed that way. It's weird. It could be. It's, we have got to do a lot on... Because I have no... I've got a very basic... I've just seen it as a... Headline, but a subject I'd like to research and go into is serpent cults and yeah, definitely, real things definitely. Long time ago, weren't they? So shall we get back on track yeah. to our main? Because this was our emergency broadcast because in this conspiracy game that we do, and it's usually fun because of the fact that we don't know, do we? And it's speculation, and it's fun to speculate and have a flights of fancy. And this is Pentagon. Mainstream media. And all right, it's not little green men, but it's them saying there's shit we don't understand. Yeah, we and there's shit we've found that we don't understand. Materials yeah. we don't understand. What's I, Mr. Cox got to say about that? Well, he hasn't seen it. That's the point. Let's see, yeah. But I have read a rebuttal about the alloys that were allegedly found, and apparently the leading metallurg- metallurgists, is that right? Metallurgists? Yeah. Have basically said, well... Unless this stuff's coming from another dimension... That's what's going to be my rebuttal right, to you. We ain't going to find it. it, it we'll be able to figure out what it is because there's naturally occurring alloys on Earth and and all the metal in the solar system is iron, it's, it's iron, I don't know, steel is a fucking alloy to be fair. You know, a lot of, it's all the elements. Basically, all the all elements, elements are the same. All the elements we know of come from stars. Yeah. Explosions We're all huge... stardust, baby! Yeah. And actually, Keanu Reeves said yeah. that this week. I'm the, yeah, I saw that interview. Yeah. They were showing him pictures of... Uh, Immortal eight, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, figures from uh, ancient history who look remarkably like Keanu in portraits. And yeah, he, he turned to the host and said, Hey, we're all stardust, baby! Because yeah. <laughs> like the sun, is, it converts uh, helium into hydrogen mm-hmm. to burn its fuel. But the sun is like quite a small star. Mm. It will never be able to produce heavy elements at its core, but the huge, massive stars, I mean, they, they keep, um, once they run out of one fuel, they'll burn another and it'll produce carbon and then it'll yeah. go to something else mm. until it goes all the way to iron, which is the heaviest, mm. I think. It's got like gold and all that mm. along the way. Well, we are, we literally, that thing we're all stardust. We did, the bacteria that started life did 
literally, we're, we're, all, we are all stardust, it yeah, we're made of the, the, we're, the, all the atoms we're made of, we're atoms that are expelled in the big heart of a dying star, didn't yeah. it? Panspermia. Hey? Panspermia, it's called. I thought you said spermia, sorry. Space punk. Space punk. We're all space punk, baby. And now we've got a giant cock covered in it. Organic Johnny. Maybe that thing's just cruising around jizzing. And my girlfriend's wondering why I'm fucking on her sofa going, things are fucked. You ever did covered in space jizz? You're being space macaqued. There's a space cock wearing a space Johnny. And it's jizzies on the ISS space station. And there's pilots talking about fucking UFOs, Pentagon releasing videos, cats and dogs living together, <laughs> pandemonium. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I for one want solid fucking answers, enough of this wishy-washy, cryptic fucking... He said we're not alone. I don't like it. I always thought I wanted this. I don't like it. I always thought I, I like wanted it. this. A, do you want a safe place, little snowflake? I'm fucking triggered by aliens. <laughs> I thought I wanted this. I thought this would be fucking cool. But the reality of it makes me deeply uncomfortable. What if they're not friendly? What if it's... I should get find that article because they did... Um, Let's just hope to God it's Vrilly and his boys. Oh, please be Vrilly. Yeah, but we're fighting Vrilly and his boys according to Edgar Mitchell. They're like, they want peace, but we're still fighting them anyway. But, but you know, wars can be complex. There can be more than one side. Maybe Vrilly boy's an ally. And the Ashtar Galactic Commander. And sit there fighting the others. And we're fighting the Anunnaki over the fucking No, but we're, we're, they're already got Captain America in space, Randy Kramer. Oh, yeah. Who we'll touch on in our next recorded episode, in a future episode. Um... You know, he's effectively Captain America in space, and they've got shit tons of them dudes. Oh no! You know, um, there's, there's not like not like a f- uh, just him. There's there's like an army of them. They're on Mars. They're, they're fighting. Rep- they're garroting reptilians <laughs> as we speak for our benefit, guys. Uh-huh. Be thankful for them. Okay. So they're, 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 where's their parade, guys? You tell me <laughs> where their parade is. <laughs> well, they're black. They knew what they were signing up for. So I'll read you Oh, that's a Trump answer. (laughs) (laughs) They knew. (laughs) Huge. China. Anyway, I'll read you an article from the Washington Post. Uh, How will humanity react? Uh, This was written by Ben Guarino. Guarino. Owned by the CIA now. Something like that. Yeah, he's probably dead. Yeah, it's owned by Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. He runs, he owns Amazon. And he signed a massive contract with the CIA. Wow. And they the the CIA with stuff they want to buy from their well, budget. Okay, then this article is from CIA.com. <laughs> also known as the Washington Post. How will humanity react to alien life? Psychos- Can I just say, um, allegedly. Okay, sorry, um, allegedly. Be- allegedly owned. Uh, no, no, allegedly owned, but allegedly posted by the CIA. Yeah. Will cover us legally, I think. Don't hurt us. <laughs> um, how will humanity react to alien life? Psychologists have some predictions. Germs stuck to the outside of the International Space Station are not from around here. Cosmonaut Anton Shkraparilov said in an an interview last week with Russian state-owned news service TASS. Microbes, quote, have come from outer space and settled along the external surface, he said. They are being studied so far and it seems that they pose no danger. Russia's space agency, Roscomos, has not weighed in on this extraordinary claim. The odds are not on the side of aliens. If microorganisms are tucked away within the space station's holes crannies, as he says, 
They probably hitchhiked the 250 miles from our planet's surface. But imagine if scientists found alien microbes. How would humanity react to the news? Michael Varnum, a psychology at Arizona State University and a member of its new interplanetary initiative, Ooh. is trying to anticipate this response. One of the initial questions of the initiative that we're curious about is how might we respond if we discover evidence of extraterrestrial life, he said. The moment when humans meet E.T. is a staple of fiction and speculation, as well as armchair science and conspiracy on YouTube. Yay! Hey. No one has predicted the psychological reactions to extraterrestrial microorganisms in a systematic, careful way, Varnum said. I just need a sip, so... What uh, Polish lager is that, by the way? Uh, I'm drinking Perla. Ah! Which is a, a pills... Um, we, had a bit of, we had a Polish girl at work called Perla. Yeah. Yeah, years um, ago. Yes. She was probably named after the lager. Maybe. They do like a drink. <laughs> you were conceived uh, after I drank uh, these wild cans. Uh, <laughs> I realise that's the same as my Russian accent. But. <laughs> uh, so the psychologist and his authors make a critical distinction between reactions to this discovery of extraterrestrial intelligence and finding evidence for microbial... Micro... Microbial. Thank you. Life beyond Earth. Hey, it's my job. Um, okay. So this is quite a long, complicated article, actually. But Is there any bullet points? No, is... but the, the point is that they're looking into, so how do we react to, oh, we found bacteria yeah. that originated from space. Then we all go, yeah. And then how do we react to, we found intelligence. Oh! <laughs> Something like that, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking concurred wholeheartedly. <laughs> Based on my reaction to these last few news stories, I fucking concur. Like, yeah, that is... So why are they looking into it, though? I mean, he just might be looking for something to do, because he is a member of, what did I say, the interplanetary... But then why, why, is, a uni why is a fucking decent top-end university got an interplanetary fucking intelligence well, force? Well, NASA... Like this year, 2017, were recruiting an uh, interplanetary defence officer. It's not as fun as it sounds. Oh. And a planetary defence officer, something like that. It was a really cool sounding title. Is it to defend us from asteroids? No, it was to do with uh, alien microbes and bacteria potentially starting a super plague on Earth that we had Ooh. no response to. But ah. um, It's good to know how we would respond to these yeah. things, though. We shouldn't read too much. It was like $180,000 a year. Mm. I did really want to go for it, when I, but then I realised I had no background in microbiology. Watch your, watch your I've got, I've got <laughs> a pair of boxing gloves. Yeah. If I see a fucking microbe, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll fucking Millwall I am, and I'll shank him with a broken ball. That's what I'll do. I'm your Welcome to Earth, shank. Welcome to Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's bottom in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Just over the head and then into the gut. That's the classic Tavern welcome. <laughs> um, so, uh, should we try and uh, come to some to a conclusion on this spate of... Uh, unless you have any more, anything else you want to go through? No, just... Um... No, I guess I'm, I'm. I think that you know what? If that gun camera footage is legit, mm. right? Then it's been massively overlooked by the world's population. Yeah, people yeah. should be a little more concerned about this. I feel. Um, I just think. I don't know if it's because I was influenced by that podcast I listened to because it was very long. 
of whether this is one big sigh up all this being released at once like that footage was from 2004 is this them maybe pre-prepping because Tom DeLong's company has some no because I, you know, I think if Tom DeLong's Tom, Tom DeLong's company had something I suspect there'd be a mysterious fire and some suiciding going on I need to get double tapped um, suicided suicided <laughs> yes or triple um, tapped. Let's not forget. What was it? What the Mozambique triple tap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is huge, huge yeah. fucking news. If that and... footage, that gun camera footage is real, yeah. that changes. If you've got, I mean, them F-18s, they're a bit old, mm. but they're still pretty fucking decent in terms of, uh, Yangs are still using, Americans are still using yeah. them. As frontline guys on on their on their massive aircraft carriers, yeah. right? So them things are good. Definitely. And if they're being given the runaround by something yeah. they don't know what that is, and their pilots are like, there's a whole fleet that? of them. There's a whole fleet yeah. of them. It's rotating. It's ro- and it's dude. You know, and they are literally doing pinpoint turns and turning oh, 140 not into the, into the wind, and yeah. and I mean. Unfortunately, where'd you start? Where'd you start with that? Can we put a pin in it? Cause I need to pee again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll wrap it up. Right. Okay. We'll go for one last piss break. <laughs> sorry, listeners. Uh, thanks to creative edit- editing, <laughs> you don't know we've been away. And I can sit still now because I'm not desperate to wee. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're trying to wrap this. Um, the psyop thing. How do you feel about that? Is this one big psyop? A, how do you feel about psyops? I suppose I should say. To a point, I think there's there's um, evidence for them. Uh, um, there is evidence for them. I think they've been attempted. I generally do. I mean, look, you you could argue that War of the Worlds is the greatest psyop of all time. Could you also? And that argue, was back in the twenties, thirties. Could you also argue that your daily n- news media, newspapers, television news is all a daily psyop? To of course it is. It's telling you what to think, isn't it's it? Making, it's making you live in fear and what you got on the news nowadays. It's Three people are arrested in a, in a terrorism plot. Yeah. It's um, a robbery the, happened, so and so. It's controlling the narrative. A woman was mugged, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just... Yeah. It's controlling what information comes to you, so you could say that's a psyop. And so. here's Skippy, the happy dog. Look no, at no, him no, go. No, this no. is all come well, from mainstream media. Why do you think that, like, on the news, they're not screaming about climate change and... Mm. Um, the fact that we're in the sixth extinction, and fifty percent, fifty percent of all life will be dead by the extinct by the end of the century. How all fucking what? appalling! Of all species, of all species oh, are currently on this planet, will be gone by the end of the century. Well, how I'm horrific so. is that? How far away is the end of the century? I'm really thick. Until there eight, eighty-three years. So eighty-three yeah. years. Thank the you. minute. Eighty-two um, years next week. So by in in eighty three years time, they're predicting that fifty percent of what's alive now, species wise, will be gone. Yeah. That is fucking. Disgusting. Well, think about it. It's you, you, us three sat here. But who owns who owns the news corporations, big oil companies that don't want this shit no, being no. broadcast every day? No. Well, look at the where was it, the Flint, Michigan thing with the fracking or yeah. what was doing to the water? Mm. Yeah, Lead in the I water. I turned around to my to my to my dad and dad. He's like, oh, fracking, it will solve everything. All the energy problems. Dad, in Flint, they are literally lighting their water. Yeah, go and watch Gasland, which is a documentary. And he's like, no, they're not. No, they're not. He just refuses to believe it because he hasn't seen it on the BBC. It's not, doesn't exist as far as he's concerned. It's a conspiracy theory. And that's why you should go to the internet to get your, uh, you know, 
info. Not you should have it. multiple sources, essentially. Yeah. Get, get a balanced view. That's, don't believe that's what the we're idea, telling you. Don't believe it? what people are telling you. That's Especially us. Well, sometimes. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't shake the feeling that... Possibly, like I said, I was influenced by Ground Zero Media um, but, and Clive, the presenter. That this is a psyop that we've been prepared for something larger, some a bigger news story that this is just a dip to test the toe in the water and I could actually save NASA um, billions if this is a big psyop in the government I could save them a lot of money because I can give them the answer to the psyop as long as fucking Saturday night telly still on no one gives a shit especially not on my fucking yep. Facebook feed especially if the X Factor's on or Britain's Got Talent or what's yeah. the other one what's, I'm a Celebrity Dancing or one. fucking Love Fucking Ireland no. Or whatever Plus, the fuck else there is, list strictly come dancing. Plus, I guess dancing on eyes. As long as that's all on, mm. you can do what the hell you want. Is it timely that this news has been released in December, sort of the end of November, beginning of December? Everyone's too focused are, on Christmas. Yes, I is everyone so distracted by Christmas that? And is this part of the psyop, the uh, the experiment to try and find out? Well, can we? Will even the the basic player? Um, well, no, sorry, I was trying to say the. The confirmation of alien life, will will that distract your average person from Christmas? Uh, and the answer is no. So, next Easter, are they going to tell us, basically, we've, we've communicated with a fucking being from another from another galaxy? Well, it wasn't so long ago. There was those radio signals coming back, and mm. we, were, we were puzzled as what they were. Well, all right, then. But then, and then how does this tie into the other theory of if there is all this interdimensional travel and things already happening... Are they preparing for the reveal of that? Because they're being forced to. Because would, possibly something is coming. And think of it, that throws us literally into a new age. We go from an age of, of mm. cars to an age of... Well, essentially like, using wormholes to pop to where we want to go. And we're like Morty Paul guns. BC, AD, it's BA and AA after aliens, before aliens. Yeah, isn't it? absolutely. It's going to change the fabric of society, isn't it? Of course it is. You're going to have alien visitors, you're going to have aliens walking around the streets. You might have an alien turn up in tell, you get mugged in 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> but it's like they say, though, like that psychological study was trying to prepare for the difference between finding biological, microbial life and intelligence. And, uh, you know, by the sounds of it, intergalactic travel and space wars, uh, you know, indicates a level of fucking intelligence, right? What if, what if the reptilians do mm. actually control, control us? Yeah, so or actually at the top of the pyramid, yeah, like, okay? Yeah, they are, okay. So David Icke, what he's saying is true. Saint Ike. You know, Saint Ike. Yeah, you've got that fucking horrific statue that looks like a reptile mm -hmm. behind the Pope. You've got, you've got the forked tongue on the NASA sign. Allegedly. Well, that could just be a throwback to all the ancient serpent worship and, you know, haven't they always been the... There's nothing with fucking serpent worship. Mm. Why is it about snakes? That's it. I mean, the snakes always been seen as evil, hasn't it, but in a way? Or... They don't... But they don't strike me as I mean, particularly that... impressive. I yeah, know I'd lose a fight with a snake. They're national aren't they? Yeah, I know I'd lose a fight with a snake. But hey, you say you beat up Jesus and lose a fight with a snake? <laughs> I would rather fight a human than a snake. I don't... Honestly, a, a deadly You'd rather snake. fight a demigod than beat up a snake? I don't want to fight a deadly snake. It's going to fuck me up and bite and nip me and I'm fucked. I'm done. I've got no defence against him. Or what about a constrictor? 
I don't want to fight any kind of reptile or snake. Je- Jesus, I Komodo could... dragon? I do not want to fight him. I punch him. I'm poisoned, aren't I? Because his skin's poisonous. I'm not fighting a Komodo dragon. They're bites, I think. Oh, is it just their bite? Okay. Actually, you see, it's the amount of bacteria. Saliva, yeah. It's the yeah. amount of bacteria in their saliva will kill you. So, no, I don't want to fight any kind of reptile, any kind of animal. They've got claws, sharpy teeth. Jesus, for all his demigod posturing, he's a flesh bag just like me. Uh, he's a demigod though he's, got, he's a harder flesh bag oh, we've been through this no he was can born I, of woman can I just say about bacterial in modes I've got this, this bird at work fuck me what's this going ba- <laughs> bacteria in her mode their breath could cut through fucking bank vaults mate <laughs> and this is at two in the morning oh bacteria in the mode so I can fully understand how that would turn something septic yeah so uh, yeah <laughs> on that note <laughs> where, where was it so what do you guys think? Come on, I've rattled on now. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with, if that, if I say if that gun camera footage is real, right, then you fucking that that is it. Mm. And I think that once they play that card to us, religion comes down, or, or they'll certainly try and figure out a way around to stop it coming down. The, the guys who are at the peak of the power in that, um, but society's torn apart. Fam. We, we one minute we we know we're alone, the next minute we don't. Before you know it, we're all getting fucking conscripted, gone fighting a fucking space war. But if they control Starship the, Troopers, if they control the information, they control the way it's leaked. Then they can control the way that, that we it's react. It's betrayed, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, and if it they might control be the narrative, why are they allowing us this information now at this point in time? Well, because people are awakening. I think there's a, mm. there's a huge sort of undergoing of people. There's more people realizing yeah. that. Yeah. The fabric of society is like since the two thousand eight crash, especially, and since nine eleven, that society is Isn't, not quite the society they thought it was. No, that's it. And I suppose, I mean, there is there's still always going to be the, the brainwashed percentage, mm-hmm. but a lot more people are starting to realise that what they've been told this is, it's not. And yeah, I can see where you're coming from. But wouldn't that destroy their... Eighty, I think it's 80% of Americans believe that UFOs are visiting. Yeah, but I mean, I mean but, is, but is that the 80% of the people who are slightly more enlightened than your Trump supporter? And the thing I go back, I've mentioned it you, a few you, times. You, I don't know the... The thing I mean. Joe Rogan says, and I know I mention him a lot, but he is, uh, he is, I'm a massive fan of him. I know he's not always right, but I'm a massive fan. He always says the thing with these statistics in these polls who the fuck answers polls that's it I mean it's not coming to me in the street it's your answer credit survey who the fuck are it's actually most most of it's on landline who has a landline now that's the thing and, well, if they, and if they say to me do you want to answer a question and I find out like, no I don't so that, I that's, what, that's why all the polls for the election mm. the last election in in the uh, 2017 mm. was so skewed because they were doing landline, calling landlines, uh, mainly old people. You've got no one to talk to. So they underestimated the youth vote. So yeah, that's why they thought the Tories were going to gain 100 seats. Well, they really didn't. No. Um, but you see there, you've always got to ask the question with a statistic. Like, yes, 80% of Americans. Yeah. No, 80% of Americans who answered this poll mm. believe in you. But I'm not that. I do think a large... I think more of them... I don't know if it's something to do with the, the size of America. Um, that so much of it is rural and um but they seem to have a way higher percentage of reporting well obviously because they're so much bigger that makes um making a stupid point um unless eisenhower had that conference with the greys or that treaty with the greys where they could have american citizens some of them do so well even project blue book which is 48 to 69 yeah okay it had 
12,618 reported UFO sightings that's that, right. they, that they investigated, yeah. 701 remain unidentified. That's true, yeah. I've got all that it same takes stat. is for one, one of them to be real. Yeah. That's all it takes. It's just yeah. of all these sightings worldwide, it just takes one to be real. Well, we've got it, the San Diego one that's been yeah. released. So if that is real... And that's the Pentagon. And all bets yeah. are off, aren't they? That's gun camera footage. That it's is, you can't tamper with that shit. It's literally being filmed mm. from the, the camera on the nose of the plane and being mm. relayed to the pilot. You can't uh, tamper with that. It's going from literally, you know, it's, it's going four foot, that data. Mm. Now, all bets are off. Now, I know that military pilots will, will fear... Down, yeah. <laughs> so they've actually the material as well. This is unrecognisable. That that's the one stuff. Because I don't know the That's evidence, of it. isn't it? Because they said in the That's story hard evidence. that the Pentagon refused to comment, but still, the new, why is well, it going to mainstream? It's the fact that it's mainstream media that's freaked me out the most. Because we all, like we mentioned earlier, we all see the stories shared by UFO Weekly and, you know, that people Oh, Weekly World News, you yeah. You know, and things that you don't yeah. take too seriously. But when it's the fucking New York Times, the Independent, the Washington Post... <sighs> That footage released, we researched it here live on it. Not released by Tom DeLong's company. Released, it's a man from Tom DeLong's company commenting on it, but it's a video released by the Pentagon. That was my phone making an eBay noise. By the, actually, but it doesn't matter that he doesn't have the internet on so we could do research. Right, but it doesn't matter that he works that company because he was the head of the organization that looked into it. Now, it also says that. Even though that investigation may have finished in 2012, because the funding effectively ran out, mm-hmm. there's still a very good chance that there's certain DOD employees looking into it. Mm-hmm. Maybe the budget's just gone black now, rather than grey. Yeah. That's what some people are saying. That's it. So maybe they realise it did have something. I mean... Oh, man. Oh, dude, just the beers are racking up. It's because I had to turn it all back on to get the internet. It's, but it is nah, still flight, It's cool. It's we understand. Um, oh man! So somebody wants to read. In 2018, are we getting aliens? There's my question for you, boys. I believe this. I do think we're being prepped for something bigger. And, and think about it. When you consider the current unpopularity of the majority of the Western governments. Mm. You'd argue need a war, but haven't really got anyone to attack. Maybe aliens are the next logical step. That's something we haven't brought up. The Werner von Braun quote about how first it'll be, you know, the Middle East will be the enemy. Mm. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Then it will be intergalactic, um, a threat from intergalactic, an intergalactic threat. And he said it'll all be fake and it'll all be designed to... uh, Promote a one world government? Yes. Now, he's alleged to have said this. Mm. It's not written. By a dude that came out after and said it mm. after he was dead and couldn't defend it. Well, someone uh, came out and after he was dead. Yes. So it can't be disproved. It's very, very alleged. But it sort of makes sense to me. um, And I'm sure I've heard David Icke talking about this too, St. Icke, which obviously I'm not saying that means it's right, but it's a theory out there. Because like you just said, Ben, that would unite us. Yeah. I mean, like, say, let's say that, uh, in, hypothetically, you know, Trump and Theresa May are very unpopular Ooh. at the minute, and they need to wrap themselves in the flag and be that leader. Mm. Go to North Korea. We could go to North Korea. That's the number one target. That's what they're yeah. kind of setting us up for, isn't it? North Korea. Mm. 
Can you imagine many lives would be lost in made North Korea. They've got a population of 20 million, a 5 million uh, strong military. Everyone, virtually everyone in that country, apart from the very young or very old, well, even the, sorry, apart from the very young, have gone through some kind of basic military training in their lives. It'll be a fucking bloodbath for us and them. Western governments can't take costly wars. Mm. We like that quick clean and out. When we, when we get bogged down, it's bad. This is what happened in Vietnam. It's bad for the country. Yeah, yeah, it's, bad but it's not bad for the arms traders and the. No, no, but it's bad for civilian morale because mm. all of a sudden your son's coming home with no legs. Of course, or he's yeah. Dead. Right, so it's and no, eventually I'm... resistance grows. They found that out in Nam. Mm. You get into a long protracted war where you take a lot of casualties. Resistance at home grows. It makes you impossible politically to carry on the war. Yeah. Space war though. Whoa. That's the fight or be extinct. That's it. Do you want these aliens coming down here, ruling us, exterminating us? They don't care if we're cattle to them. We're all unified. There's one world government. There's one world response. Starship troopers, wouldn't it? Starship troopers. We have a fucking insane sky marshal. It all goes downhill. Complete control. I have read as well the military. They were trying to find a way to use holograms as a weapon uh, to, in less developed countries, more religious countries, to convince them of some sort of religious merit, like a giant. Uh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Projected giant, your god, whoever. Insert. Let's say Crescent and Moon or something mm, like that. Something. Yeah. Some sort of hologram. You can't project Allah, remember, or because even, there's no pictures on him. Or even a hologrammatic ranks of troops you know just to convince yeah a village or a, a village i don't know whatever they were trying to take to lay down well, they could stage a, an attack on a on a village so, or yeah so they've been looking a, into a military this side for years so they could feasibly could they not get to a point where technology is good enough to just like you know we mentioned earlier the visual of the fleet of alien ships just hanging over a western city yeah they could probably create that with hologram technology. Well, this, this is actually one of the problems of all the evidence, uh, the sightings of UFOs, because technology is so good now, mm. and CGI, we can you make things look... Really... You can't tell a difference. Said that portal video yeah. I mentioned yeah. earlier, I said to my friend Lee, I said, that's fucking good CGI for a dude on YouTube, yeah. I can't deny that, yeah. but my heart tells me CGI, but then I did say, well, what if it isn't? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But my brain can't comprehend that and won't mm. allow it. Uh, well, no, I think it's, CGI. It's, no, it's because you, you are being mm. a bit of a, a geek like, like the mm. two, or a nerd or whatever we're called nowadays. Sure you, you, have a va- you have a you have a second sense almost, a sixth sense about a fuckery, what, a fuckery. Yeah, internet and, and, fuckery. Yeah, exactly. Conspiracy so, theory. So you, you, your spidey sense tingles. And yeah, you go, yeah, because yeah, you've been burned so many times yeah. before. That's yeah. why. Yeah. But yeah, but we've learned. But yeah. a lot I didn't of these get people... that feeling from that fucking UFO video. No, neither did I. From the gun thing. I didn't get that feeling. I got a like. Feeling, um, I was just like you had a tickle in your balls. Yeah, yeah, I did almost jizz. I did, I wasn't quite excited. It's like I said earlier, I thought I wanted this. I thought I wanted it. I thought I wanted the conspiracies to be true, the aliens, but it's it's man, it's more fun when it's a conspiracy. It's like when it's reality, it's like, oh, fuck me. So, okay, then they could easily, let's say, well, not maybe not easily, but let's say they get to a point to follow our theory through. They can hologrammatically project an alien invading fleet. We're all very, very quickly going to rally around our respective governments, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, of course like, we are, massively yeah. Massively quickly. 
Would you put that past them? Nope. If they had the tech to do it? Nope. Me neither. I, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't I would put it past them. For that. I wouldn't put it past them like virusing our own population to, to take no, more control no. over it. Do you know what well, I mean? I, I just the, wouldn't. I, w- I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put past any government in the West at the moment. There is apparently a common theory amongst the elite that we need to lose approximately eighty percent of the population in order for the planet to survive. What if they used the hologrammatic aliens as an excuse to sort of spread something that killed wipes? Yeah. Who's the same? Or real alien feet could be on the fucking way. Um, I don't know, but uh, I do know that I'm. I think uncomfortable is the right word about all this alien stuff. It's exciting. The geek in me loves it too, but I can't lie about being... Um, yeah, maybe I smoke too it's much. It's going to go either one or two ways, isn't it? It's yeah. going to be really, and it's going to expand our consciousness, yeah. Yeah. make our society oh, peaceful and... Clean energy. Blissful. We're all going to live in harmony. There'll be no crime. You have hit the nail. Mike, yeah. you have hit the nail bang on the well, head. We're chained up. But all of us in the gold mines. Way, you know, The yeah. idea of communism is that everything's created for everybody. And or it goes with the way we're touring oh. in the gold mines. Or we go, or we go mass carriages, alien war, or touring in the gold mines after the alien war, yeah. survivors are touring in the gold mines. And that's. It's not coming in thought, really, is it? <laughs> it's I, I, not. I'm leaning 70% more towards the bad side of it yeah. than the, the 30% that's the good. That's what I think I'm going to. And then. Um, I don't really want my fleshy carcass on a inter- intergalactic meat market for reptilians. Oh, no, no. I, that's I don't want to be transported, <laughs> transported to another dimension to be used as a fucking sex slave by night and a gold mining slave by fucking day. And no. I, just, I don't want that. It's not a good day out. I don't it's want not. that. No. But on, yeah. the, on the plus side, I suppose we, we could die in glorious battle against the alien invader and be saved all that. Horrible uh, fate that our loved ones back at home will be. I just hope it's not a fake hologram and you know, we're being blag trolled. What if the holograms are so good they can shoot shit and we can't shoot them back? Yeah. Well, look, you've seen those holograms of like where they get Tupac or Elvis to play on yeah. stage. That's in a fucking arena that some promoter has the technology to do. Like, you know, just do that, turn that into a spaceship. The only thing I've probably got to worry about is bird flies through the hologram and it. Oh, you just get zapped. Ah, okay. They'd probably shoot it then. Yeah. Fucking nuke all the birds before. But what if they come and say, right, we've got interdimensional technology, you know, we're going to roll it out to all the people, so you can just go to any universe you want. Well, he's out some fucking Wi Fi. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fucking awesome, wouldn't it? No, I like this. I can watch porn for the dimension. I like it. (laughs) Porn for the dimension? No, I don't want it. Green green chicks get it on. But you could just... There's a, a, a Guardians of the Galaxy porno parody. With Ooh, Mora is there yeah, She's green. You could just watch that. Well, I, I, see, is, I'm not a fan of porn parodies. But, That's no, the problem. Me yeah. But my point is, I think that I like this reality. It's all right. A little more than I let on. Uh, I live here. It's all right, I suppose. Well, it's going to be better, but you know. And I like all these conspiracy theories when they're theories and they're fun. I don't want them to be true. I don't really want interdimensional travel. I don't want bleeding between dimensions. I don't want future echoes. I don't want time travel. I don't want doppelgangers from the past. I don't want. I don't want an old version of me turning up one day and fucking red pilling me with some <laughs> shit. I don't want that. I don't want really boy, even though he means well. I don't want him. It's too much for my little brain. I like them <laughs> to stay in their comic books and movies. <laughs> 
where they fucking belong. Save <laughs> right? your comic books and your films, you wanker! I see that you meet really this eight yeah. foot tall, majestic, golden being of light. And you stand up to Stay in your comic books, you fucker! You can take your enlightenment and shove it up yeah. Get out of my reality. Sling your fucking up out of my reality because it is simply too much for my consciousness to comprehend. No. Off you, no, off you fuck! <laughs> I come in peace. I couldn't give two fucks. Off you fuck, really. There you go. I simply cannot comprehend this. I think it's trying to shank you with a visual viewer. <laughs> too much. I uh, want it to be theory. Uh, but let's see where it goes. Like, I think Mike hit the nail on the head. Bang on. It, it, the reason it's freaky to me is because it goes one of two ways, isn't it? It's either benign or nice, positive, or it's fucking evil and bad shit and more than I want to think of. There's enough darkness out there. Um, I mean, look, 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 look at the Star Wars defence system. Right? For all we know, that, that, that's missile defence. What if it's pointing out? What if it's not pointing in? What if we have got some orbital shield up? What if there is solar warden floating around the solar system? Potentially and, and those hot. intergalactic Captain and, Americas. Intergalactic Captain Americas. But I want them to fuck off because I've just yeah. met a really nice fucking girl and I'm happy for the first time in a long fucking time. But this and then they start telling me about you and fucking But this would just real. sum your life up with the fact that one, to, one chance you had to be fucking happy, broken skirt into space war and die horribly. So it just sum your fucking life up, wouldn't it, basically? It's, it basically, you'll be there, right? I mean, me and Mike sat there, right, smoking away in the trenches. Oh, and you were really going... When I get home to the girlfriend, I'm gonna have a nice white picket fence, nice little house, and me die. and Mike are gonna turn and go, dead. Definitely. <laughs> anybody who says that, anybody puts up a picture of their girlfriend, that's it. He's fucking dead. So, anyone who Skypes their girlfriend and the baby, he's dead. 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 So me and Mike, me, yeah. me, you, me and you, Mike, oh. we're all right. We're coming with this, okay? Let's croak us some toads. Let's oh. croak us some toads, baby. <laughs> Well, the only good book's dead book. The good book's dead book. Well, I for one can say, good guys, bad guys, whatever the aliens are, fuck off. Because <laughs> I was happy before. Lads, would you like to add your closing uh, uh, statements to the alien emergency broadcasts? Wow, I don't know. It's, it's mind blowing, really, isn't it? I mean, like you say, we've all suspected we've all wanted this to be true and now here's some pretty hard evidence would you say yeah yeah i'd say i i if still questionable it's still questionable but if it's, it's not, true it's, yeah. it's still unidentified but it was released by the fucking pentagon yeah. that's the key you know yeah and if that's the footage they're releasing what's the footage they didn't release yeah oh god i didn't even think of that i i just think yeah, times are changing. I think everything's everything's changing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? People are becoming more aware of shit, and I think yeah, I think it's certainly possible. Certainly possible. At the start of this podcast, I thought that I was going to be a little bit skeptical of this. I did, mm. and now I'm like kind of half excited and half shitting my pants a little bit. <laughs> oh, I can identify with that, mate. Um. 
like I say, like I said before, if that footage is real, and, and let's say, for example, that they did hold stuff back, and maybe there has been dog fights between fighters and UFOs that we don't know about, and I like to think that what we've got, if we have got stuff that's 50 years ahead of our time, like the chap from Bowen said, then we might hold our own. Mm. I think once we get down here, we'll be all right. I think in space, we'll get our asses kicked. I think once we get down to the ground, I think we might, we might hold our own a little bit more. But, uh, it comes to, it comes to that. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. Fuck it. No, uh, hopefully it's really. Hopefully it's really. Let's pray for really. really. End all wars. Yeah. End all famine. Let's end on a nice note. Should After we the... start the Church of Rillian? Uh, someone's probably already done it. You have to ask God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. But uh, let's start to pray for really. I'm not uh, praying. I'm not praying. I'm just so. Oh, you know. You know, we'll send positive thoughts. Um, that could be our next T-shirt related to uh, yeah. praying for brilliant. Um, let's hope for positivity. Let's let's go for um. Let's go for let's hope that it's really and maybe we're fighting him a little bit, but it's a mm. bit of a bit of a misunderstanding, mm. and we'll sort it out before it gets to us yeah. getting sent into some kind of human wave assault on superior alien beings. Let's hope it's like a really good wrestling match between two sort of good guys. It was sporting throughout. Yeah, so at the end, one of them's disappointed because he lost and he goes to walk away, but the other one reaches out, yeah. touches him, he turns around, the crowd is like, yeah, come on, do it, shake his hand. Yeah, 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 they yeah. want to see the, the two warriors respect each other and there's a handshake, yeah. some respect and a, and a decent walk away. And let's no hope, heel turn. Yeah, no, none of that. No shake the hand, turn around, kick to the stomach. No, let's hope really means what he said when he spoke to the people of Kent. In 1977? Please, yeah, please see our previous episode, yeah. um, the 1977 signal uh, broadcast interruption, where his message of peace was uh, to lose our weapons and to reach the next stage of human evolution through peace and development and understanding. Um, That'd be nice. Yeah. Would be nice, wouldn't it? Can't see it, though. Let's hope the giant space <laughs> cock doesn't come <laughs> thundering through our atmosphere and, and smash into us and, like the biggest asteroid we've ever experienced. And quite literally fuck our planet. Yeah, and destroy us all. <laughs> and then its organic coat recedes us and it's a terraforming um, alien probe uh, sent by a... Prometheus-style thing. Uh, yeah. I haven't even seen the movie, but is that... Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They kind of see the world, yeah. So... Yeah. Well... Cheers, lads. I thought it was definitely worthy of an emergency broadcast. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There's a 70% chance we're fucked. Yeah, and if, <laughs> if you've been listening, thank you, and let us know, uh, get in touch. Let us know yeah, on the Facebook thank- page, Cutting Through the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse That's on the one. Facebook. Let us know what you think. Uh, actually, and at Apocalypse Bull on Twitter. Yeah. I am uh, Baron Von Carter, and Mike is Gaggy Van Kack. <laughs> 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 Uh, at oh, Kakvan. Kakvan, sorry, at Kakvan, Mike. I'm at Baron von Carter. On the, on the wandering Dutch Lothario serenading the ladies with his magic flute. <laughs> <laughs> it's interdimensional. With, with, the, <laughs> with the photo of 1970 Steve Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> 1979 Steve Bruce. You know, he big, was one of my favourite players. He's got a big Because I was a defender. Uh, I used to fucking love him because he. Never an England captain. Bless him. Yeah. Uh, he was good though, wasn't he? He was, he was good. He should have had me. I liked yeah. his face because he had a broken nose and he was big and like... He was pretty ugly. Yeah, just real. So yeah, should we uh, give our sign off? Yeah. Ladies and gents. I will say, um, stay classy world, even in the face of invasion. <laughs> I will say, free Biff Tannen. See you later. 
Also, peace out. Good night. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Bye. To, oh, we found bacteria yeah. that originated from space. Then we all go, yeah. And then how direct did we find intelligence? <laughs> Something like that, I'd imagine. <laughs> I am fucking concurred wholeheartedly. Based on my reaction to these last few news, I fucking concur.